of the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh, yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one from Monday. That's Monday, June 18th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And, of course, we'll find so many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. We'll read it. We'll look at it. We'll review it. We may use it as an item to talk about on the air. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, 1 978 1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407 916 Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, Jack is with us, and Mr. Fritz is filling in for Pinkman. He has the day off. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo, a bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines, and one of you will play against Mr. Fritz. And a bonus round of closest to the pin. If you win, you get that You Matter business card guaranteeing you good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose 24 hours of bad luck. That's all followed by Jack's audio file. We have Monday movie review today. I know Michael's coming in. Douglas is in New York, so he won't be with us. Got the regular round of closest to the pin at 6. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, saunters in for a bit of discussion about the law and something else I had imagined. And then we'll find some drive-home music and PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. So many things to cover from uh, Friday on. Uh, I'm not here Fridays, as you know. It's the Jim Colbert Show on Friday. So all those things the past three days. Certainly um, part of the big news is Jason Christ getting the boot, as uh, no pun intended, as the head coach for Orlando City. After uh, just a, a losing streak, just... Uh, Six on a tear, a so to speak, mm-hmm. and uh, they just came in, and now I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, one of the assistant coaches is going to coach until maybe, I don't know if they'll be able to bring somebody in during the season. Who knows what they're up to, but uh, anyway. It'd be a kick in the ass, though, if they went on a real run of victories. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that I felt kind of sorry for him. Were you shocked? I mean, was it like uh, a little what? bit? Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a little bit. Me too. Yeah, you know, I thought, okay, this is maybe the season. It's not going to end up uh, the the way we thought right at the beginning of the season. Oh, but no. you never know. You think things are going to turn around. Yeah, I was a little bit shocked. Me too. Um, I felt kind of bad for him, you know. But what are you going to do? Lots of World Cup action. Oh, yes. Over the weekends, he said, "Oh, how many games did I see? Four. I think four. Um." Let's see. I saw Portugal, Spain on Friday. That was a good match. 
Mexico, Germany, Argentina, Iceland, and Brazil, and Switzerland, and on and on it goes. By the way, Channel 9 took it on the chin. Uh I don't know if you saw the story. What happened to them? Experts question television stations move to contact hostage suspect. Uh, This is a no-no. Always has been. And I wouldn't be surprised if we found out other television stations, other news departments in Orlando were trying to do the same thing, uh, but were unable to to accomplish it. Um, Apparently, Channel 9, a person with the news department, attempted and made contact with Gary Wayne Lindsay. Lindsay, of course, is the person who shot four children to death after shooting an Orlando police officer and critically wounding him. During the standoff, they tried to reach this guy. They did reach this guy. Whoa. Through Facebook. Oh, boy. And uh, generally speaking, that's a no-no. In delicate situations like this, uh, certainly there is a code of conduct, written and unwritten, that as members of the news media, you do not involve yourself in uh, in these in what could be very dicey negotiations. You put people's lives at risk, or could people? It's from over the weekend, Mo. I know. Could people could put people's lives at risk, including law enforcement and others? And by the way, uh, why doesn't Matt Parcell, who's the news director for Channel Nine, he declined to comment? He was contacted by the Orlando Sentinel, essentially says, what gives? Uh, Lindsay wasn't only speaking with police about 9.30 Monday morning, nearly 10 hours after the standoff began with the shooting of Officer Kevin Valencia. And by the way, if you still have a couple of bucks to spare, go to those gun, uh, GoFundMe accounts and uh, kick in a couple of bucks for his recovery. Uh, 10 hours after the standoff began with the shooting of Officer Kevin Valencia, staffer at Channel 9, reached out to Lindsay on Facebook. He responded, and an hours-long conversation began. And uh, the fact of the matter is, law enforcement is much better equipped to communicate with people like this than news people. News people do not have uh, any kind of training when it comes to this kind of stuff. You're not supposed to involve yourself in the story. The story is not about you. Now, I know since, uh, since the days when I was a reporter, things have changed, and more and more and more the media become part of the story. Um, but it shouldn't be that way. And uh, there's the, uh, the Society of Professional Journalists um, essentially says there is a code of ethics says that journalists should seek truth and report it, but it also says they should minimize harm in certain situations. It means exercising restraint. And in this particular case, Channel 9 did not exercise any kind of restraint. Whether it's an editor or a news director or somebody with Channel 9, if they were informed about this, they should have said, we're not interfering with this. This is not about us, okay? And then they squawked about it, apparently, during one of their newscasts. I think they were kind of proud of it. We talked to them. Yeah, I think they were kind of proud of, uh, and then, of course, you get the backlash and the blowback, and it's like, oh, now they don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, you go on the newscast, it's Channel 9, the only station in Central Florida that was able to actually contact the hostage taker in a Facebook conversation back and forth, and here's what we learned. And then, of course, there's the blowback by, uh, by professionals 
true journalists who said, this is not the way it's done. This is not, you don't interfere in things like this. You can really gum up the works, so to speak. Uh-huh. And you can really make a terrible matter worse than it is. Now, fortunately, in this particular case, I don't think there was anything that went wrong. But, you know, then you have to take law enforcement personnel, send them over to Channel 9 to monitor what was going back and forth. Yep. So you're taking important resources away from the, away from the scene. And it's just, uh, you're just coming, you're just coming up. There. Let's, let's not do this again. All right. Let's not do this again. Um, there are law, enfor- law enforcement people, you know, whether it's the sheriff's department or the municipal police departments, they have people trained to negotiate with these individuals as best they can. And they don't need some half-ass, you know, desk jockey in a newsroom, at, in a television newsroom, trying to play negotiator. All right. Have they released their back and forth to the police? I have no idea. Mm. Uh, all I know is that the news director for Channel 9 declined to comment when reached by their... Alent- what, what, Why not? Well, well, because you knew you were doing something wrong. All of a sudden, the blowback comes, the backlash comes, you know, from, uh, from, the, from the society of journalists out there, and all of a sudden, you can't handle the heat. So, better yet, say, well, you know, in all due respect, you know, we shouldn't have done that. You know, and in retrospect, that wasn't a good idea. And in the future, we will make blah, 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 blah. But, you know, you hide under the desk and you won't even take a phone call from the Sentinel for crying out loud. Well, you did wrong is what happened. And now because you declined to comment, you make matters worse because you got some blowhard on the radio talking about you. I'm not through with them either, by the way. Let's see what else. There's now gaming disorder. Oh, I saw that. I'm sorry. Have what? you seen this gaming disorder? Now there's another syndrome I don't know about. <laughs> yeah, it's basically when you when you play video games for hours, you neglect certain responsibilities. You you don't go into work, and then you when no negative, so ask yourself. Yeah, video games work hard to hook players. Yep. Designers use predictive algorithms and principles of behavioral economics to keep fans engaged. When new games are reviewed, the most flattering accolade might be. I can't put it down. Ah. Now the World Health Organization is saying players can actually become addicted. Today, gaming disorder will appear in a new draft of the organization's international classification of diseases, the highly regarded compendium of medical conditions. I tell you, I mean, I can't tell you how difficult it was to get off tank. <laughs> hours and hours and hours of yeah. tanks. I moved from Pong yeah. to Tank. Oh, tank was fun. It was just uh, Tank know, was fun. Especially finally when, I just said, I can't do this anymore. I just can't do it anymore. But they are so much more immersive now. It's like you're controlling you're in a movie and you're controlling your character and now you do it online where other people are in that With same them. environment. Right. Yeah. And so you get games like Fortnite Agreed. where people are playing way too long. I believe in South Korea. They have, uh, uh, they have a rule. They have a law that kids of a certain age are not allowed to play during certain times yeah. overnight. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> like, don't read the comic books after ten o'clock. And I believe they actually okay. have like a, a, a therapy programs for people who are addicted. All right, there we go. Other things to talk about as well, including what you guys were up to over the weekend. Long list there. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. You are listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 
By the way, thanks to Elixir for uh, lunch. The chicken tacos were absolutely fantastic. Mm. <laughs> That's right, Jim. You can catch all the World Cup action with sound at Elixir. Uh, David opens early for these games as well. And on Tuesday, they have uh, tomorrow $2 tacos, Corona margaritas, and tequila shots. Uh, two bucks on Tuesdays and watch all the game. Elixir, located downtown Orlando. It's on Washington Street near the corner of Orange Ave. It's your World Cup headquarters. Sure, you get those sliced jalapeno peppers on. Mm-hmm. Let's get the news. Here's Mo. Okay, Jim. Uh, I don't know if this was one of the days you were working last week or not, but there was a big problem at the Daytona Beach roller coaster. Ah, it was on, on the boardwalk. Well, uh, this thing was going along, and it, the, the cars came off the track. It derailed. Literally. Several, yeah, no, no, really. Yeah. And two people fell 34 feet. Oh! Uh, when this roller coaster went, uh, you know, ass over elbow. Yeah. Several others were hospitalized. Turns out some of the victims of this and yeah. the injured are now hiring lawyers uh, to uh, see if they can get some representation to perhaps pay for some of their injuries. Sure. So, something like that, you assume it hadn't been inspected in years, uh, right, but, Mo? Uh, actually, it was inspected hours before. What? what? It That's went, crazy. Uh, you know, off the off the track. Would you have to name the inspector in the lawsuit as well? Is that a state inspector or is that It's the roller private? coaster inspector. Okay, that's Florida's inspector. roller coaster inspector. Is that like a public office? I guess I don't know. <laughs> is that elective? I'd like to run for <laughs> yeah, that. Me too. Roller coaster. Probably inspector. have to be an engineer though. Mm-hmm. So there should be. This, oh, you can't just be an aficionado. No, no. It went off the track late, late Thursday—not lately, but late-ish Thursday—and then on Saturday they disconnected the three disabled railroad car r- roller coaster cars and removed them from the track. Uh, I don't think it's open yet for business, but they have. Well, I'm not getting back no, on that thing. Hell no. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> they hired. Uh, you go first. Right. I'm not going on there. I'm not a big fan of roller coasters anyway. So it's only been there for a few years, but prior to that, it's been in operation for about 40 years. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Ugh. So anyway, uh, they hired Morgan and Morgan, as you might imagine. Uh, and um, that's that's that. Um so now there was every summer this story shows up again and it is some parent forgetting their child in a vehicle uh in this case it was in sanford uh, and mm. the lady went to the store Ever with do that? all no with the kids no with all three kids i mean by accident not on purpose i know yeah i've done it on Me? purpose one time no. but by teach them a lesson uh, yeah. no how's was, that feel a little warm in, huh i was going inside to get pizza no, this I lady. The doors. This lady was going Good. to a, uh, I don't know. She went to a liquor store Saturday night. Had her three kids in the back. Gets back in, no problem. She's not drinking or anything. She goes home. She takes two of the three kids out of the car. Yeah. The other one is there overnight. Yeah, I think over a certain number you begin to forget. She reported the toddler missing on Sunday morning. Oh. Where's, where's your little Oops. brother? Where's your little brother? I think our car was stolen. Where's your little brother? And the car wasn't stolen. You dingbat. You forgot him in the car. Oh. Actually, it was a little girl, three-year-old girl. Uh, so they arrested uh, this uh, mommy. Uh, they arrested her on Sunday uh, when someone reported a missing child left in a vehicle. Uh, she called him up, and the toddler was found. She was in and out of consciousness. She was overheated. Even though it was overnight, mm. it's still it's still too toasty to be leaving. How old? Three. Ooh. Leave a kid in the car. Don't do that. 
Stinko. A lot of people went to the beach over this uh, last weekend, long weekend, Father's Day weekend. People are again being told, please be careful. There were hundreds of jellyfish stings again, and that was just yesterday. 250. 250 reported jellyfish Eesh. stings. Well, if it's not sharks, it's jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, in the but, last 10 days, there have been more than 2,000 jellyfish stings. I was going to say, that's like half of what in, it was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. I'll wait till they get to zero, then I'll go. Hats off to a Florida State University alumnus, the first golfer to win back-to-back U.S. Opens in almost 20 years. Brooks Kepka shot a two-under par, 68 yesterday in Long, on Long Island. How'd Tiger do? Two, he didn't even he didn't make, make the, the cut. cut. But Jim, and now, Uh-oh. normally, because I have one last money? chance. I just asked how Tiger did. I have one last chance of claiming my bet with you because there's only two majors left, and I need him to finish in a what top five left? and other one. British Open? British Open, and then, is it the... the PPC or whatever? Yeah, that, no, no, that yeah, already that happened. Already I think it's a PGA championship. Mm. But, um, I mean, so many of the We're top up. ten golfers or didn't plus. make the cut. Uh, that's true. Or plus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a stink bomb. Anyway, uh, this kid who won, Brooks Krepka, or Kepka, yeah. uh, won last year by four strokes. Um, he was bo- There's a Florida connection. First of all, born in West Palm Beach, lives in Jupiter, went to Florida State University, played golf for the Seminoles for, for four years he was there, and he is the first back-to-back U.S. Open to win- winner since Curtis Strange did it in 88 and 89. So hats off to that Florida it's kid. It's amazing. Yeah, that's nice, right? I, I just can't believe there was a tournament where they weren't minus. Mm. It's yeah. more like regular yeah. golfers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. How many over uh-huh. just won? Oh, that's man. Fine. Congratulations. And he won the whole thing. An African elephant is safely back in its enclosure after Aww. briefly wandering out for a stroll yesterday and scaring a bunch of people. According to Jacksonville's news stations, all the African uh, Al his name is Ali, A-L-I, Ali, or something. He uh, wandered through an open gate. Somebody left it ajar and wandered into a courtyard at the Jacksonville Zoo yesterday afternoon. Uh, no one, including the elephant, was hurt. This elephant actually. Allie? Allie, yeah. the elephant. Came, I'm the champion. No, not no. Muhammad Ali. No. Will, my king oh. Michael Ali Jackson. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was Michael Jackson's elephant at Neverland Ranch. And now he's living in Jacksonville. For and, real? Yeah, yeah. For real. He wears one uh, uh, studded sequin glove. glove. (laughs) (laughs) No. From now on until the end of the month, Florida State troopers are cracking down on aggressive drivers across the state of Florida. Uh, The FHP is launching a safety campaign called Ticketing Aggressive Cars and Trucks, or TACT. Troopers are looking for cars and trucks who show aggressive behavior on the road, like following too closely, speeding, and making zig and zag unsafe lane changes. Uh, so they are giving out lots of tickets. They see it on I-4 all the time. Yeah, yep. zinging in and out. Yeah. It's very scary. I almost got hit by a car. It went right through this red light. Oh, it was so scary. Oof. And she just looked at me like, what? And what? I was like, I, I, you almost killed me. Don't you just want to see them coming up sometimes? You just want to zig a little bit and <laughs> off they go. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to. I know. I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, in your mind, in your fantasy world, you mm-hmm. see them. Oh, I'm going to show you. Jim. It's like when people come up the emergency lane, you oh, know, I, I inched yeah. over you just want to open a door or you inch over there. I inched over to the right today because do some ass wipe was over. That's in the... not a good idea. I know, but create I did. road rage? Is that what you're trying I to do? I didn't have trying any road rage shot? at all. I don't want to hear from Kim Montez, all right? Yeah. I just don't. No. She scares me. All right. Well, so. I, just, I just heard about a you know news report where they're trying to give drivers like you tickets. Aggressive. I wasn't aggressive. That's uh, aggressive. I yes, just aggressive driving. They were coming up the shoulder. 
I'm not the aggressive one. They're trying one. to impede traffic. Yeah, don't do that. I just inched over. You know, they're going to get so pissed off, then they shoot your tires or something. Oh, Jim, a texter. Yeah, just, I mean, that the woman taking her it. kids to the dentist, mm. that road rage incident in Correct. Denver, that's horrible. Oh. But, Jim, someone texts in 77031. They say the Florida Department of Agriculture yeah. and Consumer Services has statewide responsibility to inspect all amusement rides. Isn't right. that Putnam's department? It, it is. is Putnam's. I yeah. guess they Thanks were busy rubber stamping uh, gun permits mm-hmm. without background checks. They couldn't be bothered. Right. You didn't yeah. have any paperwork. See, on uh, commercial or Grady Judd or mm. is the, who's yeah. the sheriff of Polk County. He's a big supporter he of Adam Putnam. Adam Putnam. Yeah, he yeah he's one of those conservative goofballs. We'll take a little break <laughs> while we come back. <laughs> what really? I guess no. the people in Polk County love him, but other know. than that. Come back. More news with Mo. Don't forget at the top of the hour, the bonus round of Closest to the Pin, all upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Your opportunity to win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of your life. Back to the news, the food, the birthdays. Mm-hmm. Here's Mo. Okay, today is June 18th, 2018. Yeah. Oh, boy. So 6 18, 18. That's two uh. good luck Jewish numbers, 18, 18. Hi. I like it. Hi. Today is National Cherry Tart Day. Uh. You know, any kind of fruit tart is good, right? Cherry tarts, like a little cherry pie. A little simple cherry a, a tart. tart. Yeah, it's good. A tart. Mm. Is it a pie? It's sort of a pie. It's a, tart, a, it's like a, a little pop tart. tart. It's a little thing. It's a, a tart is a... It's oh, a, I'm thinking, what am I thinking of? Like what is, a pop tart's an enclosed pastry. Oh, so what am I thinking? What's the, what's a little tartlet? What's that little... It's a tart. It's like a little little pie with no thing top. over it. Except well, maybe a... That's what I think a cherry depending tart Depending on what is. it is. Sometimes yeah. they'll have a berry on top. A mini cherry pie is a cherry tart. What yeah. makes it tart? What makes uh, it tart? No. Yeah. Is it's there not, like something you can add to it? It's not tart like sour. It's tart like a little. Yeah, it's, it's a little pastry. I think it's you said little, what makes it tart. Like oh, what, what makes it taste tart? Yeah. Nothing makes it taste tart. It's not ripe. Oh, Completely. or you're getting sour cherries. I mean, that's a whole different animal. It's not a sour cherry pie. It's a cherry tart. I think yeah. it's easier to sell it if it were tart. That's true. And also, it's a tart, it's, tart. <laughs> tart tart. Tart tart. Uh huh. No, it's also sushi day. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, National Sushi Day. So this could be a good dinner option for some people if you're looking for something to do. Yeah, I like it, but if I never had sushi again in my life, it would oh, be all right. My life would be ruined. <laughs> no, if I didn't have sushi. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, no. That's so. It's such a, that's a go-to yeah. thing. You read the article, I bet a lot of this fish mm-hmm. you think mm-hmm. is exotic fish. That yeah. they're, uh-uh. Uh-uh. What do you that's, mean, uh-uh? What it's is just it? cheap, just oh, it's cheap fish that they sell as... Ugh. Yeah, Stop exactly. No, spray painted tilapia. tilapia. Spray painted. Ew. I don't want spray painted food. <laughs> Did you say <think> probably? <laughs> well, no, spray it was just bleach. making stuff up. What they do with shrimp? Mm. Well, shrimp, uh, shrimp here. Fritz here yes. is a pescatarian, so I, I would. He knows uh, about fish. Assume that sushi would be a mainstay on your diet. Uh, not really a mainstay. Every every now and then, you know, maybe once every two months. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm about oh, the same way. Yeah. So you can do without it as well. Yep. Down yeah. in West Palm Beach, they're scheduled to vote tonight on whether to allow marijuana dispensaries in the city of West Palm Beach. If they approve it tonight, the dispensaries would be allowed within the city limits there. What's the argument against? Uh, well, they don't want them close to schools or churches. That's the first <laughs> thing. I don't know what the... I don't know. Churches. Mm-mm. 
I don't, I don't know what, what does one have to do with the other? I, I well, never have they don't want them that. near houses of worship. They don't want you to get high near a house of the Lord. I don't know. I always found myself to be more religious and spiritual when, <laughs> when I'm high. That's okay, the only way to go to church is <laughs> become high. Likewise. I got to be high on the Lord. You know what I'm saying? That's high it. on the Lord. High on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the most high. I feel a closer connection when I smoke. Is that so? Even yeah. Satan will cite the scriptures for his own benefit. Ah, that's it. Shakespeare. Uh, Oh, nice. Dennis. Thank okay. you. Very nice. A new business in Pensacola is hoping a mural of late celebrity chef Anthony Bourdain will raise awareness about suicide prevention. The mural is on an exterior wall of a health food restaurant and a juice bar called Live or Live. I don't know which. See, Andrew Zimmer's in trouble with some, some Orlando people. people. Are, yeah. yeah, what are you thinking? Because he dissed Orlando. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Andrew. He don't know anything about Orlando. Come on, shut up. What, about places to eat or something? Yeah. He said, yeah, hey, any places in Orlando to eat. And and he, he said, said no, yeah. it's a rube town. They don't have any food there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well that just he's, mean, he's out of touch because the the food scene in Orlando has grown way quite, better than it yeah. used to be. Last of course, 10, 15 right? years, of yeah. course. There's no question about it. There's so anyway, they're putting fine, this mural up there. Anthony Bourdain's now. mural is going up in Pensacola on the side of this uh, health food joint. Uh, it also not only has a picture of him, but it has a phone number for the suicide prevention hotline, the number to su- for a support line for youth or kids, restaurant owner hoping it will make people aware there's help for people depressed, feeling suicidal, this kind of thing. Um, and uh, so that was sort of nice. An- another sort of Florida connection, you may- might say. Where is it? Pensacola. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, Why Pensacola? I don't know. They're, they feel connected. I saw one of those uh, parts unknown last night. Which one? The one uh, where he's... Where is he? Visiting the Cajun country, the Mardi Gras. Oh, the Cajun I saw country. the previews for I that. I didn't like it at all. Oh, is that right? No, it's like. I saw three in the middle of the night. around in the mud. Ugh. I suppose if you grew up in that environment, you'd love it. But other mm-hmm. than that, it's like. Ah. In the middle of the night, it's there were. humid. I woke up, there were three in the middle <laughs> of the night. And humid. I don't I'm like uncomfortable it. watching yes. I did. I was. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, the people didn't impress me. It was not, and it's not one of those. Cajun. I have to have fine dining. Uh-huh. It wasn't one of those. It was just. Right. Mm, it's kind of. Oh. Most of those food programs are like that. I'm like, oh, I'm looking at people eating and then saying, oh, it's delicious. Well, I can. That's what they I mean, always he's say. always interesting, but it was just, eh, this is not doing much for me. Mm-mm. If you went to the movie theater over the weekend, uh, you will be happy to know that the biggest ever opening weekend, well, Pixar, uh, had number one with Incredibles 2. It's a new animated film. It made $180 million in its very first weekend. In North America's theaters, the sequel also becomes the largest debut ever for a PG-rated movie and marked the third biggest debut of 2018 here in the United States and Canada. How much? Incredibles 2. Yeah. Uh, it generated $180 million. What? In its first week. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn, That's, That's a, a lot of money. That is in- such a good It movie. is. Incredibles 2 is currently on track to earn $232 million in worldwide ticket sales for the same period of time. Mm. Families. I, uh, yeah, kids somewhere. are out of school and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sure. Coming in second, last week's top movie, Ocean's 8. Coming in third, yeah. Tag. That's the one I was Tag. going to see, but instead went to the Orlando Pride match. Oh, and then number four is Solo, A Star Wars Story, and number five is Deadpool 2. Yeah, that Ocean's it's a gender-flipping movie. It's the one with all women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah they call it gender-flipping. Flipping. But it's still about the male. It's still about the character that George Clooney made famous in the first, what, first two? Is that uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. He's adorable. Uh, no, the yeah, three. Uh, three. Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Well, it doesn't matter. The first from the first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. The, but it's still uh, a remake. But he's still, he's yeah. still yeah. from what I understand, I didn't see it. It's still a center of this particular movie. Oh, they still Despite the fact that the, he's not know, in it. Whatever. Okay, fine. Boring. 
Uh, former Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee didn't have a very good Father's Day. Oh he and his son Brandon engaged in a Father's Day social media war of words. But a lot of that happens on Father's Day. Yesterday. I'd be second only to Thanksgiving Day for people to lose it. Yesterday, these two, Tommy Lee and Brandon, uh, started it with an Instagram exchange <laughs> between Tommy Lee, his uh, kid, Brandon yeah. Lee, saying uh-huh. uh, Tommy Lee failed as a father. Um, actually, Tommy Lee admitted he said himself he failed as a father because his kids don't know the value of things. And when they hurt someone, they don't care. Hmm. Brandon then fired back, saying Tommy Lee should have showed up a few more birthdays in baseball games. And then went and hey, posted. put food on the table. Yeah, then, he said he failed. He, so, he mentioned yeah. he was a failure. Leave <laughs> along. Then, Tommy, uh, I guess the kid posted a video of an unconscious Tommy Lee as a result of their violent altercation back in March, writing, mm. remember what happened last time you said this junk? Well, he said a better wor- worse word. But anyway. Well, there goes the inheritance. Yep. Well, the two of them are back and forth on Insta. Just saying. Well, I love you, Dad. No, they didn't say any of that. Oh, no. Little uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Texas That'll Senator, you know Ted Cruz, right? No. Ran for president, of course. And uh, you know Jimmy Kimmel. I know the score. Uh-huh. Ted Cruz wins bragging rights after beating late-night TV host Jimmy Kimmel in a one-on-one basketball game. The GOP lawmaker and Jimmy started trash-talking each other after Ted Cruz posted a picture of himself supporting the Houston Rockets over the Golden State Warriors in the finals. Were they any good? The two finally took it to the basketball court for a charity game on Saturday at Texas Southern. Cruz won at 11-9. Kimmel has to give $5,000 to Texas Children's Hospital. It's all like dork basketball. It's probably like that. I, I just don't. Pick, I don't want to see. And I'll picture the two of them really going one on one. Yeah. Anybody got a jump shot? Sometimes that embarrasses me. I can't imagine Ted Cruz is really that athletic. Right. So I was shocked to hear that he was playing basketball against Jimmy Kimmel. And who just... I also don't think looks that athletic. Right. But I. So I guess Jimmy you're... Kimmel doesn't look athletic. No. No. He, he looks he thin. Not. He lost weight. He used to be heavier. I know. Doesn't mean he looks fit. Man, doesn't make him more coordinated. Nope. No. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he still has. He's still Jimmy Kimmel. You know. Listen, ABC's Roseanne. It might be. It might be excellent. Uh, well, no, no, I saw what's his name on uh, CBS excellent. Sunday Morning. What was it Paul Rudd? Yes. Paul Rudd. And he puts on a charity uh, softball game. Good swing. I thought it was a lousy swing. No, Good swing. Here we go. He doesn't even know how to hold the bat. Where did that ball go? He got to put, you know. Did he not choke up? What well, he, he hit the ball, softball. but it wasn't it's, a good swing. That was Come a good on. swing. That was not a good swing. Oh. It's softball. What channel is this on? CBS Sunday Morning, is oh. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be CBS. ABC's hey, Roseanne. You, right, Fritz? I mean, at least your hands ought to be together on the bat. Yeah. Even I, I know Fist that. to fist. Yeah, yeah. that would help. Like this. Oh, he had it way up like this? It's, he like, it's not he a make, cricket bat. He uh, made ball go in outfield. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You know, when Roseanne was canceled after she opened her trap, uh, they now th- were thinking about a spinoff. That spinoff is close, one step closer to becoming a reality this afternoon. Really? Negotiations are reportedly moving into a new phase. Roseanne has agreed to step away from both the creative and financial end of the new show and allow her cast and crew to craft the spinoff without her. The show is said to be based around the character played by the daughter, Sarah Gilbert. Several Roseanne writers and producers and cast members, including John Goodman and Laurie Metcalf, are reportedly on board as negotiations continue. However, even if Roseanne does sign off on this, Uh ABC would still need to pick it up. They have not given the green light to it officially yet. The previous show was canceled after that racist tweet controversy uh, and now they're trying to sort of regroup and reboot it for what would now be the second Where's Pinkman? 
Pinkman. He's going to make a bet whether they ABC uh, proceeds with this. Well, uh, speaking for Pinkman, he'll take the bet. No, nope. you can't bet does. for someone else. <laughs> I'll bet they proceed. Yeah, I think they'll go ahead too. I think they will. Pinkman thinks they won't. Stop machine. it! You don't know that. The MTV Movie Awards and TV Awards are airing tonight. The star-studded event will be hosted by actress and comedian Tiffany Haddish. Ha- yeah, Haddish. 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 It yeah. says Haddish I knew that was wrong. She had a great story um, recently about trying to uh, get with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Well, that's a, they can make beautiful babies, I yeah, must say. Yeah. She's uh, funny. She is. I, I think she's funny, too. Artists, you know, they have R&B people there. They have Nick Jonas there. They have all these DJs there and actresses and, and actors. Um Black Panther is leading the movie category with the most nominations. Stranger Things is leading the most nominations for television. That's the MTV Movie and TV Awards. That's on tonight. Uh, Heather Locklear is a troubled woman. Uh, I haven't heard she that is, name in a while. I know. Mm. She's in the hospital for reportedly trying to kill herself. Oh, Jesus no. Oh, come on. Should have oh. tied that into Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that was in the Florida State stuff. And then but Tommy anyway. Lee. Exactly. Didn't what they did they date? I thought they so. Did. They did. Points. That's yeah, points. three stories all connected. Oh, I, Jeez, didn't even, I, I didn't even know they dated. <laughs> That one I didn't know. Come to the pre-show meeting. TMZ reports that Heather was taken in yesterday. TMZ reports the actress was taken in yesterday afternoon for a psychological evaluation after a family member says she was trying to find a gun to shoot herself. This comes following her arrest earlier this year, where she allegedly attacked the boyfriend and then threatened to shoot him uh, and any responding officers if they ever came back to her home. Oh, that's not good. No. Uh-uh. Netflix. Police officers don't like it when you start waving guns around. Uh, they just, no. no, 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 no. It's not, not going to end well. I know. I've been watching live PD. You have? Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Okay. No, not that. But don't oh. wave guns around when cops are around. Right. Don't wave guns around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's number one, I think. Number one, don't wave guns around. Number two, don't do it with cops around. All right. That's <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Netflix has a new sexual harassment policy. Now, that sounds pretty good. Until you read some details about it. The They're net- in favor of it? What? Nah, but it's weird. The way they wrote it, I think, is strange. Netflix is, is out with this new policy. It prohibits employees from looking at each other for more than five seconds. What? Whoa. See, isn't that weird? This is like the old Hollywood code where what? you can't. It's like how it works around here. They can't look at Jim. They're not allowed, you know, interns, people, new hires. They're not allowed to look at you for more than five seconds. And five. Now- Stop looking at them. Okay, now. <laughs> The UK's Sun tabloid newspaper says these anti-flirting rules issued to Netflix film crews also ban lingering hugs. You're not just because you're looking at somebody looking. doesn't mean you're flirting with somebody. You might be looking at yeah, somebody. Yeah, but don't hold their eye. they got a booger yeah. hanging out of their nose you don't or something. Look, no, yeah. you would look well, away. You know, no. and it might take you know a few seconds, more than five seconds, to try to determine Eight. should I say something to you okay, or not. Okay, here's Ten, other things you can't 11, do at Netflix. Twelve. No. 13. I'm looking at Jim. Stop it. Or oh, 15, you're going to get fired 16, by Netflix. 70. Longingly. Uh-huh. They also ban a couple of other things. They What's ban that? lingering hugs. They ban asking for a colleague's phone number really? and asking them out more than once. Okay? Asking them out once is fine, but you can't ask them out more One than once. Rule. It also requires <laughs> yeah. steering clear of that said colleague once they have said they're not interested in you. Don't ever talk to them again. You are not allowed to go back, you know, and visit that... Yeah. You know, well, Move your office. Mm-mm, nope. In a statement, mm. uh, Netflix says it wants every production to be safe and respectful as a working environment. So don't look at me. Don't ask you out. You know, if you ask somebody out and they say no, don't talk to them ever again. It's, it's over with. Yeah. Stop bothering them. It seems weird that you have to put that in writing. You have to put it in writing because well, you have to put it in writing because there's so many examples of boorish behavior in the workplace. Yeah, it's true. 
I mean, I think that's a little to the extreme. But Mm -hmm. Jim Fritz is looking at me. Stop it. He's looking at me. He's got a thing for you. Oh, that's kind of cute. Everybody knows that. Go out with him and get Uh, it over with. No, just say no, no. and then he won't have to bother you. No, I said no once, so now how do I do it? Do I have to ask him out? I already have his phone number, too. Oh, my. (laughs) It's kind of creeping me me giving it to you, though. (laughs) Ew, giving it to him. Let's what? Just, Ew, try dialing just... that number, Fritz, and see what you get. Uh, let's just right. go back Hear and hold your hands. Jay-Z and Beyonce are giving fans their very first joint album. People are over the moon about this. The couple released a surprise. <laughs> not Jim. I know. Yeah, a... Judging I by know. that groan. Right. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce. It's really that good. Released a surprise nine-track collaborative record over the weekend called Everything is Love. They're currently on their tour called On the Run 2. And they debuted the project when they did their show in London over the weekend. Jay-Z and Beyonce also released a music video for one of the tracks. The only place you can get this Everything is Love thing oh, yeah. is on Jay-Z's streaming service, Tidal. Tidal. Yes, Tidal. I said Tidal. Uh-huh. Tidal, Mo. Uh-huh. Well, I just said Tidal. Kim Kardashian now is looking for other people to save uh, after she saved Alice Johnson last week and got her a reprieve from the president. Now she's uh, lobbying for a prisoner. Uh, she's looking on death row for some inmates uh, that she can help out. Uh, lobbying now for a prisoner on death row for murder. The reality Isn't it amazing. I mean, there are organizations out there that lobby for for uh, men and women on death row who they believe there's evidence and DNA evidence to strongly suggest that they were wrongly convicted and it takes forever and ever and ever. And then because of your celebrity status, right, you make an appointment with the president. That's, and she gets it. That's how it works, I guess. I guess. Uh, it's kind of an odd. Yeah, yeah it's just We're in an odd weird. place. Yeah, I think our country's in an odd place. She's doing good work, though. This reality star uh, now has made this her mission. She sent out a tweet over the weekend. I mean, this she's growing up a little bit. Asking yeah. the governor of California to retest the DNA of Kevin Cooper. He doesn't want to. Uh, who she says was convicted wrongly of killing four people in Chino well, Hills, California. Well, whatever. You don't know that for a fact. I mean. I'm just saying. Find that odd. What law school did she go to? None. I don't even know. Well, she went to college gotta, at you all. Gotta, you got to back off. She never a even went bit. to college. You're wrongly convicted. Well, you think maybe mm-hmm. he was wrongly convicted, and she you're urging that DNA evidence be. I understand. Resurrected. We want to wish a happy resurrect, happy happy birthday yeah. today. It's out there. The uh, governor won't agree to looking at it. Because why is he taking advice from Kim Kardashian? Good for you, Governor Brown. Good for you. Happy, happy birthday today to Paul McCartney. Pass. Okay. Oh, Fritz, you want to go? He knows it. Uh, Paul McCartney is 76. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's on the dot it. right there. Oh, my God. Good for you. <laughs> Whatever. You get a capuya somewhere. Capuya, capuya. Uh, like really? Okay, Fritz, you go first. Blake Shelton. Oh, Blake Shelton. Handsome, handsome man. All right. Happy, happy birthday. The Don't look at him for five 35. seconds. 35. What did oh, you say? He said 35. I have no idea. I'll pass because I think I'm, I can't quite read. I really don't. All right. 40. 48. Jack, oh 42. I'll make nah. it. Points. Mm-hmm. Apparently it is. Happy, 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 happy. <laughs> Good okay, weekend. Bobby. Good weekend. That's yeah. okay. Um, oh, I'm afraid this is probably not the one to go to Jack because he might know this. <gasps> Bring it. The drummer for 21 Pilots, Josh John. Mm. Oh, Josh John. Yeah. So, oh, if he was here. I know he's a fan of 21 he's Pilots. He's in his 20s. I'll tell you that. I'm going to go. 20, 30. 30 is absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? 20, 30. Oscar uh, and the Oscar uh, for uh, best no, supporting actor goes to. I was trying to remember. Hey, it was, uh, 
It's okay. It's been and a few years. I was doing math. I okay, sure. Your math is very good. Apparently. That's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Moira. I'll take a little break. When we come back, a bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines. Mr. Fritz will pick one of you at random. And he or she will play against him. You win. You get that You Matter business card. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. The panic stricken look of a grown woman caught squatting against your back tire. Hey, what do you. Oh, my. Real Radio 104.1. From the. You're listening to The Phillips File. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! No Pinkman today, but it's still a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Julie's on the line. She will play against Fritz in this bonus round. Fritz has no handicap. That's the way it works when Fritz fills in for Pinkman. Okay. But you still have to go to the soundproof booth, Mr. Fritz. Son of it. All we'll right. bring you back in a couple of minutes or so for your round against uh, Julie. Hey, Julie, how are you today? Good. Thank you. All right, Julie, i got ten questions for you, including the famous crow question all at the end. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Julie, the World Cup soccer tournament is underway, but the movie Tin Cup, starring Kevin Costner, was released in what year? 2002. Talk about Kevin's. How old is comedian actor Kevin James from King of Queens? 50. The outlaw Jesse James was shot to death by Robert Ford in what year? 1844. Ford Motor Company first introduced the Thunderbird in what year? Uh, 56. The fa- I got you. The Fabulous Thunderbirds is a rock blues band that got its start in what year? 1971. That band had a song called Tough Enough that was featured in the movie Gung Ho in what year? 1976. Gung Ho starred Michael Keaton. How old is Keaton? Uh, 60. Keaton loves to fly fish. The best movie featuring fly fishing was A River Runs Through It, starring Brad Pitt and Tom Skerritt. It was released in what year? 2006. Tom Skerritt was in the movie Top Gun. How old is Skerritt? Uh, 57. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Tom Skerritt was a crow in Detroit, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Toledo, Ohio? 890. Time. All right, there you go. Mr. Fritz can come back in. He's on his way. Mm -hmm. So it's even Steven, no handicap for Fritz. Mm -mm. That seems fair. I think it's fair. Fair Yeah, he doesn't do it often enough. Although, Fritz, I do have his record from the year. Yeah, what is it? Uh, He has seven wins and two losses. Uh, Pretty strong. You have ten questions, Fritz, including the crow question on the end. Are you ready? Excellent. Yes, I am. All right, here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Fritzy, the World Cup soccer tournament is underway, but the movie Tin Cup Starring Kevin Costner, was released in what year? 1997. Talk about Kevin's. How old is comedian actor Kevin James from King of Queens? He is 56. The outlaw Jesse James was shot to death by Robert Ford in what year? 1868. 
Ford Motor Company first introduced the Thunderbird in what year? Thunderbird was 72. The Fabulous Thunderbirds is a rock blues band that got its start in what year? 1978. That band had a song called Tough Enough that was featured in the movie Gung Ho in what year? 1983. Gung Ho starred Michael Keaton. How old is Keaton? Oh, God. 65. Keaton loves to fly fish. The best movie featuring fly fishing was A River Runs Through It, starring Brad Pitt and Tom Skerritt. It was released in what year? 1993. Tom Skerritt was in the movie Top Gun. How old is Skerritt? He is 69. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Tom Skerritt was a, gro- a crow in Detroit, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Toledo, Ohio? That would be 570. Time. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the answers. Oh boy. Tin Cup, the movie with Kevin Costner, released in what year, Julie said? Uh, 2002. And Fritz? 97. 1996. Oh, one off. Kevin Fritz James. Fritz. How old is Kevin James from King of Queens? Yeah, Julie yeah. said? 50. And Fritzy? 56. 53. Oh, they they share that point. Hello, Jesse Jeffrey. James. Shot to death by Robert Ford in what year, Julie said? 1844. And Fritz? 1868. 1892. Oh, Fritz has up three to one. Ford Motor Company first introduced the Thunderbird in what year, Julie said? 56. Fritz? 72. 19. 55. Oh, she gets that point. Fabulous Thunderbirds, a rock blues band that got its start in what year, Julie said? 71. Fritz? 78. 72. Oh, Julie ties the game. Oh, man. Tied up. Go, Julie, go. That band had a song called Tough Enough that was featured in the movie Gung Ho in what year, Julie said? 76. Fritz? 83. 86. Oh, Fritz oh. takes the lead. Oh. I had no idea. Gung Ho starred, starred <laughs> Michael Keaton. How old is Keaton? Julie said. 60. Fritz. 65. 66. Oh, Fritz. In the lead. Keaton loves to uh, fly fish. Great fly fishing movie. It was A River Runs Through with Brad Pitt, Tom Skerritt. It was released in what year? Julie said. 2006. Fritz. 93. 92. Oh, one off. Fritz. Two to go. Tom Skerritt was in the movie Top Gun. How old is Skerritt? Julie said. 57. Fritz. 69. He's 84 years old. Holy Jesus. Toledo. Wow. I was in the movie with Tom Skerritt. Get it within 25. He went outright. If Tom Skerritt was a crow in Detroit, he was also an alien, I think. I don't remember that. The first, yeah, the first one, yeah. He was in contact. Oh, with Jack. Bradshaw. Yep. Nice. Thank you. You get top billing of Tom Skerritt. got a Tom great Skerritt. smile at Tom Skerritt. Even on his old age, he's got a great... I think it's, you know... Good smile. Once a good smile, always a good smile. Man, he did that orig- show, right? Original teeth, you know, no caps, yeah. no things, you know, just uh-huh. just a good-looking smile. Get He's it within 25, you went out right. right. So, wait, even though Fritz is up wait, by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to three, yeah. Julie could win it if she gets within 25 of this question. This is true. Okay. If Tom Skerritt was a crow in Detroit, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Toledo, Ohio? Julie said. 890. Fritz said. 570. No, as a matter of fact, Tom Skerritt would have to flap his wings and fly a total of 61 miles. Fritz gets that point and wins the game. Whoa. Sorry, Julie. Bad luck for you. Starting right now. Remember, Sorry, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Tom Skerritt and I had a scene together in the 1997 yeah. classic Robert Zemeckis film Contact. What do you mean a scene together? Well, he makes that up. No, 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 no. It was a scene where Tom Skerritt and Jodie Foster uh-huh. uh, were face-to-face and they were, you know, they discussing look at one things. Another and they say, run. No. And all of a sudden you see a scene where 500 people are running. 
No, they were talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And if you look about 300 feet in the background, there's a blurry figure, and that's me. Very nice. It was at the big clock at NASA, the big countdown clock when they yeah. show that giant yeah, 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 outdoor yeah. countdown. Right. It was at that spot right what? there. Yeah. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but I was just like <laughs> lip syncing. I see. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. They tell you anything? Do they get on them? All right, everybody's gathered. All right, wait. All right, you crowd, wait. A hundred yards in the rear. Listen up now. Uh huh. No, yeah. no picking your butt. No, you know, wiping <laughs> well, your nose. Here's how we want you to look. It's a very serious scene, so don't be doing jumping jacks and laughing. Right. They give us our motivation, and oh, I was a, you know, I was a reporter basically. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was the I knew the person I was with, so we were kind of yeah, that old camera with a flashbulb that yeah. pop, you'd have yeah, to just, pop out. I did not. I believe someone else did. Yeah. <laughs> Fedora with a <laughs> ticket in the hat band. Yeah, just as press. Uh, Had to talk like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. 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 Where's your Give me the front now? desk. Yeah. Give me right. Metro. Right. Yeah. What is that called? Like a mid-Atlantic accent or nah. something? It was totally made up. Like not. I thought it was like it. Connecticut. Uh... Oh, no, that's kind of country club, you know. Like this? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. See, it's the club. That's a little different from where's your Moses now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Pompano. Yeah. I like the Pompano. Yeah. The Pompano. That's the steam right. bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Where's Warren Bacall now? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let me take a little break. Jack's uh, audio file upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. Peter. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. And that's how you sharpen the teeth on a handsaw. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Let me know when you get the chainsaw and then I'll take notes. Okay, because it's uh, my bl- the blade just got it's all dull. Oh, that's a you got to file each one. Ah, oh, can't be bothered. Anyway, Jim, so much happening a weekend on Mondays. It's like, oh, wow, do you remember everything? And you go all the way back to Friday, and you're like, wow, I forgot that all happened in this weekend. Lots so of stuff. We're gonna get through all of it, at least some of it, at least maybe a little piece of it. Here we go with New Jersey shooting. Say what? This was a 24-hour oh, art yeah. festival, yeah. right? So they now they think it was a neighborhood beef that that caused the situation. However, what's shocking is, you know, it and, and one guy died, but it was the the two people injured, uh, one death and the other person injured were the the two uh, people shooting at each other. But then there were about 22 other people that got hit right. with crossfire. Uh, yeah, no kidding, right? So here's the Trenton Mayor Eric Jackson said, "Hey, come on, we did our due gil- diligence for My this." My staff and I met with the event organizers months in advance and discussed the uh, security uh, that they would have and the need to have additional uh, local Trenton police officers. Uh, at the end of that conclusion, there were no metal detectors. 
Nothing good is going to mm-hmm. happen at 2 or 3 a.m. in Trenton, New Jersey, oh. when you have that many people together. <laughs> I'm <true>. sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, boys and girls. Yeah, I, I'd never heard of Come a 24-hour art festival. I think it's been a tradition there for a few years now. It's yeah. been a success until this last Wow. Well, here's a Mercy, Mercy County prosecutor uh, talking about it likely being just this, you know, uh, neighborhood beef. Whenever an incident like this occurs... The police are always there to respond. The prosecutor's office is always there to respond. And uh, it's it's just sad that there had to be this loss of life today. What do they call it? A beef? A beef? Get a beef, it's a beef with me? Yeah. Yeah. Beef with hey. you. Yeah, oh, yeah. like a feud. Yeah, what are you saying? How you doing? You know what I mean? How you doing? Yeah, you got some kind of beef? <laughs> I don't know. With me? Yeah, so... I don't, I don't, know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Research? I'm getting it. You're looking up for beef. Got a beef. <laughs> Fritz is still thinking about <laughs> it. I, yeah, no, no, no. I, no, I just, I never understood it, so it's, now I'm thinking back on, you know, I would like wager I never even thought about it until I brought it up. No, I've Indeed. thought about it before, Jim, come on. If yeah. you have major issues oh, yeah. with someone or some people, someone hates you or has a grudge against you, yeah. all the people in my school got a beef on me. Yeah, but what's the etymology, Mo? Yeah, etymology. Yeah, etymology. People like ants. Etym.com, right? E-T-Y-M.com. Oh, no. I want to see uh, Ant-Man. Okay. Yeah. Really? yeah, did you see the first one? No, I haven't seen any of them, and oh. I was not interested in this until I saw that piece on Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. My wife, uh, same thing. She's like, oh, now she's interested in that. If I said, hey, you want to see... Oh, that's because he's cute. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is handsome. He is maybe. He's all but, a little bit too cute. Yeah. Yeah. The, the first one was good as well, so if, it come, <laughs> if it's available, I would recommend seeing that. All right. uh, moving on, as Moira looks up the etymology for beef... When you have a beef with someone. There's no product that matches the search criteria. Beef? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Jim, as you mentioned, Paul Rudd on one of the Sunday morning shows uh, uh, on one of the other channels, or also on CBS, I believe, you can find Rudy Giuliani. He was making the rounds. His stop at CNN State of the Union, he was talking about pardons. Because, Jim, when you weren't here on Friday... Paul Manafort ordered to go to jail, directly to jail. Mm-hmm. Do not get out. Do not tamper with witnesses. Um, so the question to Giuliani is, is the president likely to pardon him or, you know, how is he going to handle that? So, you know, if you let Rudy Giuliani talk long enough, you'll kind of get all a oh. bunch of different answers mm-hmm. from him. The president has issued no pardons in this investigation. The president is not going to issue pardons in this investigation. And my advice to him, you know, as long as I'm his lawyer, is not to do it. As okay. long as I'm his lawyer, well, I'm not going to do it. So he hasn't done it. He's not going to do it. And I say, don't do it. I don't do it. But then it's like, oh, wait, let's leave the door open. You're yes. certainly not excluded from it. If, in fact, the president and his advisors, not me, come to the conclusion that you've been treated unfairly. So then he wanted to open the door and say, but if you wanted to... He could do it if he oh, wanted sure. to. Yeah, now they're all still jumping up and down. They need to bring this to a conclusion. It's a, come on. Whitewater went on longer Ten than Ten years, this. I think, or something. It was ridiculous. You know, name them. Yeah. Iran-Contra. Way longer. Exactly. Watergate. Way longer. Indeed, way longer, yeah. Yeah, these are people just getting nervous. That's all. They're getting very nervous because nothing is coming out. Nothing is coming out of Mueller mm-hmm. and his investigation. Um, 
and that really wasn't the dominant topic this weekend. Uh, it, immigration is, and yeah. the separation of these children and their oh, families. Oh, my God. Break um, your heart. Melania Trump uh, saying this should end. Laura Bush tweeting that out. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Michelle Obama, you know, she wrapping up the, the into, first yeah. wives club. Mm-hmm. Yep. Saying truth yeah. is bigger than partisan politics. Uh, here's Senator Jack Reed of Rhode Island uh, talking about the administration and how they've been handling this situation at the border. He's using it to intimidate families so they don't come across the border. He's using it as a political ploy. So it's not the law. And to say it is the law is just misrepresenting the facts. He's using children as pawns. Give me that wall. I want that wall. You're going to fund that wall. It's all the Democrats' cages. fault. If they don't agree to fund the wall, Attorney, then, yeah, you're using kids as pawns is what you're doing. Attorney General uh, Jeff Sessions today said if we had a wall, we wouldn't have this problem. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, yeah okay, sure. Here's, all right. Here's White House spokesperson okay. Kellyanne Conway Not on this no subject. Oh. Here's Kellyanne. I certainly don't want anybody to use these kids as leverage. I saw a headline that uh, breathlessly screamed as much, and I object to that very forcefully. Oh, whatever. You're going to object to it all until the cows come home. Look, you're not getting a wall. You're not going to build a wall. It's not going to happen. And who's going to pay for that? Uh, oh, not, wait. Who's, not... who's going to pay? Yeah. Who's going to pay, you say? Who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay? Uh-huh. Who's going to pay? I know that he had a big campaign thing. Who's Mexico. Gonna pay? Oh. Mexico's going to pay. Yeah. Oh. What's the beef? Yeah. I, I, beef. I, yeah, to I got complain, it too. grumble, or protest. I know. And in 1888... Uh, in the New York World newspaper. I love they, that paper. Uh-huh. It's no longer around. But they it would appear that cattle were known for being ornery and not afraid to complain about something they didn't like. So the term beef, you've got a beef migrated to have that meaning. Well, that's a ca- stretch. Cows would complain about it, but they really think it's British. Uh, yes. Uh, yep. More yep. more British. I've got hot beef, which means stop thief. What's the beef, Governor? Hello, Governor. <laughs> Daryl and Penny are just... Oh, they're rolling over. Yeah, it's like, oh, not again with that. (laughs) Terry Thomas thing that you're doing. (laughs) Uh, Terry Thomas. uh, That's the beef. What is it? What is it? American? What is it? This American? All right. With bosoms. With beef. You're jumping the gun on me, but I had this for you just because I know your affinity for the accent. It was today in 1940 where this famous speech was given by none other than Winston Churchill. Oh, here we go. Let us therefore brace ourselves to our duty. So bear ourselves that if the British Empire and its Commonwealth last for a thousand years, men will still say, this was their finest hour. Yeah, Today, 1940, where he urged his country to preserve, uh, uh, persevere, excuse me, so that the future generations would say this was their finest hour. Heroes, tough guys, yes. Battle of Britain. Thought they were going to bomb England into oblivion. Ah, ah take that. That's one of the Jerry. reasons I really like the movie Churchill. Oh, I, I, thought, I loved it. I, I, that I, and Dunkirk. I just think they both really focus on such a crucial time. 
You know, I, I don't know if there was a more important time in the last century than that time right there. I don't know. I challenge you to come up with one. I'm thinking. Mm-mm. I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For people of conscience gathered together and defeated the Axis powers. Yeah. Nice try, Adolf. The Japanese. Yeah. Italians. Italians. I never remember the third one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. right, who's that third one? I know it's the Germans and the Japanese, but who's that third yeah, the one? Italians. They, yeah. Oh, that Mussolini. They Mussolini. Right. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. But, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, they weren't. You know, oh, Baba the Boopy. I, mean, I, I'm I, I don't know. How you doing? How you doing? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Mussolini, yeah. Yeah, him and Clara Braun was it his mistress? No, or... Ava Braun, and it's Hitler. No, yeah, he, Clara something I think was his mistress. Anyway, Clara Bell. Clara, Clara Bell. Barton was in charge no. of the Red Cross. <laughs> no, you got it all confused, <laughs> and that was from Howdy Doody. Yeah, that, Bobby yeah. Boopy. I was going to say uh, Captain Kangaroo, but Clara Bell didn't speak until no. last episode. What, what did she say? What do you mean I'm fired? Clara Bell was a, a guy. Uh, a a guy. Clarita. Oh, no. Oh. A boy, a cow, a boy oh, clown. Oh, I'm thinking, no, no, no. I'm thinking. Who am I thinking of? What's the name of that? Uh, Elsie the cow. Yeah, I'm thinking of Elsie the cow. Clara Patachi. That's who it was. I don't know who that is. Clara Bell was the clown on the Howdy Doody show. No, oh, Clara Bell. And had two horns on each side. One was yes, and one was no. And he would communicate that way. Yeah. Mm. Buffalo Bob Smith. I know Buffalo. Or my father, Charles Phillips. Otherwise known as Found in Buffalo, New yeah. York. They uh-huh. were looking for somebody to bring down to New York City, NBC, what? and host a children's program. And my father May rest was then employed mm-hmm. by NBC. Yeah. Helped with that process. Nice. His, That's his, his claim to fame, sort of. Fame to claim. No, not claim fame. to fame. That too, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, meep, meep. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> How do you know which is the, oh, we'd have to look at it, the, the horn, to know which is yes or no. So two two beeps was no, and one one beep was yeah no. How, how do I know what you're saying? No. All right. I understand everything now. Okay, so moving on. It mentioned it in the la di da today. A big basketball oh. match. You thought the season was over, but yeah. no, there was one more oh, game to geez. be played. I didn't believe it the first time I heard it. I thought it was a joke I that too. Jimmy Kimmel was going to be playing Senator Ted Cruz uh, in a in a basketball match, but it was a one on one game. And uh, here's I don't some... think Ted Cruz knows how to play anything. He looks like a softy to me. You never know. Yeah. Well, maybe that was the assumption that Jimmy Kimmel made. Never but, know about uh, people. I yeah. guess he yeah, uh, yeah, underestimated his opponent. This will be. Ted Cruz's second most embarrassing loss to a TV host. <laughs> Under no circumstances will Jimmy dunk on me. So mm-hmm. there you go. And here's a little after the game. You have a I good day? No, I have no actual moves. <laughs> in fact, this game's going to take forever. <laughs> and For two guys in our 40s and 50s, we beat the living daylights out of each other. Oh. I think both of us are going to sleep like babies tonight. We're going to pass out. <laughs> yeah. Did they dribble? Oh, I hope I, not. I didn't even see it, That's but I just know Jimmy Kimmel yeah. lost to Ted Cruz. If you don't know how to, don't know how to dribble, it's always like, oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you get embarrassed, embarrassed watching them. Yeah. I forget Ted Cruz is only in his 40s. I thought he was older. Yeah, he comes off like Comes that. off older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would crotch the old I would have thought Jimmy Kimmel was younger because he acts like he's 12. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he but makes me giggle. Jim, it was a... Big day on the pitches around Russia. Matter of fact, since Thursday when World Cup began, including uh, some matches, I believe, 
Mm. Um, ooh, let's see. Careful. I'm, no, this is from Friday. Okay. Oh, I don't know. What's the statute of limitations? Can we talk about games that were played on Friday? Yes. Okay, just checking. Ronaldo through the line! Cristiano Ronaldo! It's the player on the planet. It's just the greatest player on the planet right now. Ronaldo? Yes. Okay. There's people that think it's Messi. It's not Messi. Just saying. Oh, well, not Messi. Messi's great, but he's... Okay, well, if you're Ronaldo's comparing Ronaldo just... to Messi, here is Messi yeah. from Friday's game where he was taking a penalty shot. 15 prior appearances. Can he give Argentina the lead once again? No, it's saved! But first to the follow-up, diving header away! Half-ass shot. Did not make it. Messi fails against Iceland, which uh, it was a tie for Argentina versus Iceland. Why did they say at the end then that Iceland defeated Argentina? Whoever was the uh, commentator, play-by-play guy, said Iceland defeats Argentina, and I look, it's one-one. No, well, maybe it was a misstep, but it was oh, yeah. Iceland came out okay because yeah. they came away with a point. Yeah, absolutely. Iceland, one of the teams I'm rooting for. They were such an underdog, yeah. That's one of the teams. I had to do my, I did 23andMe genealogy, so I should find out who I should root for based on, you know. When are you, you getting know, your results back? I don't know how long that takes. I did too. I'm rooting for Nigeria now. Nah, oh, really? Oh, now you're African? <laughs> no. Uh, there is one team that I turned it on. I look forward to watching this match. I said all the way, I don't care. I don't care, Ma, if your family came from Germany. Um, all about Mexico. Chicharito dropped it back. Give and go. Chicharito from Guadalajara. Here he comes. Hernandez leads it. Lozano. Cutting. Looking. Shooting. Lozano. Go. Mexico leads. The little P passed it with the assist. The little P. Yeah. Chicharito. <laughs> See. Germany's still going to win the cup. Yeah. You have a bet on that. Actually. Yeah. Oh, and also I watched. The machine. I watched Peru. I was rooting for Peru. Because uh, Yoshi, Yoshi Yotun from Orlando City. Yeah, I saw him play. Uh, yeah, was playing, so. They didn't win, though. Did they? Yeah, it's not all about winning. They is didn't it, win, Mo? though, did they? Who won that game, the Peru game? They didn't win. No, he they didn't win. Doesn't mean I can't root it. for him. Oh, you can root for him. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the other big event over the weekend, golf, uh, U.S. Open. Yeah. You, you talked about it. You know, Brooks Kepka. Won it back-to-back. Last year, he won, and everyone's like, who? It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah and now we won it back-to-back. Good for him. Uh, Phil Florida Mickelson, is- though, was getting pretty frustrated. He took a shot while his ball was still rolling. What? Yeah, he got in weird. trouble for it. Oh. Well, his speed has been terrible. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I, I, that That's stunning. Here he is. What did he do? Uh, look, well, it, I, I don't mean I don't mean disrespect by anybody. I know it's a two-shot penalty, and uh, at that time, I just didn't feel yeah. like going back and forth and hitting the same shot over. I took the two-shot penalty, moved on. It's uh, it's uh, my understanding of the rules. I, I've had multiple times where uh, I've wanted to do that. I just finally did. Yeah, just say the ball yeah. didn't stop. It, just... <laughs> it, it was like he was born. Yeah, saw it. I just want to be... the tournament going down in flames. I want to be done with this. Get this over with. Yeah, but so many of the stars, so many of the top players didn't even make the cut. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, finishing over par was just amazing. Tough course, that Shinnecock Hills. When they talked to Island. when we talked to Pat Clark, he said, "Don't worry, everybody's having an, an okay day. It was Thursday, yeah. and you know, Tiger was going to be great. He's going to 
you know, rebound going into the week. He didn't even play past Friday. Real quick, couple of videos posted on our website, realradio.fm. You click on the Phillips file. There was one, I, I, I saw a clip of it. I'm like, I'm not going to bother. But then I listened to it, and it was pretty impressive. I don't know if you guys heard about the school receptionist. She sang over the PA oh. the, to the song Etta James at last. Oh, yeah. I like this song because my wife sings it to me because oh. she's a lovely, lovely woman. That was our wedding song. I'm keeping her. Oh, nice. Uh, but, however, this high school receptionist did it, modifying the lyrics for uh, summer break for the kids. Summer break has come along. Nice voice. How about that, right? Yeah. That school receptionist, Regina Ballard, we have the video of her singing the whole song. Posted. Receptionist is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. Yeah. No, because I, when I saw the video of it happening, I'm like, oh, you know, it, you can picture the kids listening. Just make, I can't believe they're doing this. How corny, how corny. Then you listen to it and you're just like, whoa, she's good. <laughs> So, oh, that's impressive. I'm sure they appreciated. And finally, there's a video that uh, uh, The Tonight Show Jimmy Fallon posted uh, wishing all fathers, hope they had a happy Father's Day, but they did a video on how well kids know their father. You can see the whole video on our website. Here's a clip. What makes your dad grumpy? Well, my mom sometimes makes my dad grumpy. What is your dad's favorite song? Straight Outta Compton. Good <laughs> What's something your dad always says? No. No. The F word. <laughs> so there you go. You want to see the whole video. It's posted realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. That's your audio file for today. Don't forget uh, Monday movie review coming towards us at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Rumor has it that a restaurant for British Parliament has renamed the beloved bread pudding from Spotted Dick to Spotted Richard. Dick was an old English term for pudding. So Spotted Richard is dumb. A Milwaukee man is wanting to divorce his wife over salting his popcorn at the movies. He was so upset he waited outside for two hours while she enjoyed herself. Do you girl? A bulldog in Manhattan is fostering kitty cats by snuggling, playing with and helping feed the little buggers. The two-year-old doggy lights up like a bulb when he sees the crate of kittens. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips file for a Monday. Taking a good look at the list of what you guys were up to over the weekend. Uh, Mo's asking the question, has anyone ever ordered a mattress from those internet places? No. I, I couldn't. I'd have to go to, and I don't like going to mattress stores. Well, how are you going to get a new bed then? Has anyone ever ordered a mattress from those internet places? Yeah. Well, I would go. I don't like going to, but I would go to. A, I would go to a mattress store before ordering one on 
the internet. You well, want to at least sit on it before you bought it. Exactly. Roll around a little bit. They show bit. these mattresses. There's four or five companies that come immediately to mind. I see ads for them all the time. Mm-hmm. And some of them, you just open up the box. They come delivered to your house. You give them the particulars of your whatever. And then if you don't like it, I think... You sleep on it for 30 days or 90 days or 100 days, and oh, then you can send it back. Oh, you got to pack it up and schlep I'm that a, thing. Uh, I yeah. don't know. I, you know, I don't know, but mm, I am thinking. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about, you know, trying to be modern and trying to go. This seems to be the way people are buying beds now, and I'm, I'm like, what? you're really not getting much by rolling around in a mattress store. Didn't you? Well, you get the feel for it at least. Five years old. My bed's five years old. That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You need a new mattress? <laughs> Neither, both of us. Wake about up. What are you doing on that mattress, the <laughs> yeah. two of you? Or you Come need on, a new no. mattress? My back is killing me. You know, and, and I notice that it has, you know, if you sleep on two sides, where your body's sleep is indented and the middle has a hump. Oh, not with a Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Well, I'm really annoyed. So I, <laughs> you know, this was a company that, you know, was highly recommended. We both liked it when we rolled around on the bed. In Macy's, yeah, you know, and then what, you know, you can't sleep on it. You can't, you well, know, you take get a, a feel for it. Is it too soft? Is it too hard? You go uh, to the mattress store. I think in the mattress stores, the most expensive ones are in the back. Is that right? It's one yeah. way or the other. I think it is. Because I think yeah. mattress salesmen, are they're a breed unto themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're always trying to move you this way yeah, or that way. Yeah, you get a, you just get a bed. You got to have a feel for it. You got to, you know. Sit your tuchus on it and bounce up a couple of times. You got to lay down on it, roll around a little bit. Yeah, that's take your shirt off. No, <laughs> that you know you don't go to there in your pajama pants. You and can. No, you can't. Sure, you can. Of My husband can. says every day, "Let's go take a nap at a mattress store." I'm like, okay, they don't let you do that on a. <laughs> Well, like, at least you no. get an idea. You get an idea. I mean, he can fall asleep anywhere. I guarantee oh, you. Oh, that's you can a fall. schlep. You want to pick up, you got a mattress. It's yeah. delivered. It's delivered. Now, there are several companies. By mattress people, or is it delivered? No. Well, I guess. Well, I, when you pack it up, they're not going to come in your house and pack it up, are they? I guess it must be put in the box and then sent to you oh. by UPS or FedEx or something, oh, right? God. And so it comes to your house, and you have to literally open the box, and it kind of goes, vum, 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 and it's sort of expando bed. I did that once. Yeah, and then you try to get it around a corner, and you got to no, twinkle I, it a little it bit. It was amazing. So I got a mattress mm-hmm. from my daughter's bed, yeah. and we ordered it, and I look at the box when it shows yeah. up. I'm like, there's no way that the mattress I ordered is in, in that, that box. box. Yeah, it has it, it just, it's like they fold it no, over. It, yeah, it a machine was, that does that. But also, so it was foam, though. And oh. it was supposed to be like yeah. 12 inches thick. And I'm like, there's no way. I roll it out, and it's compressed, and it's sealed up, right? Yeah, right. So I put it on the bed, and as soon as you pierce that plastic wrapping, right. this thing just starts growing, and you're like, whoa, look at this. Yeah, so I, that, it looks amazing when I see the ads on the computer, when I see the ads online, when I see, what, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is the way to go. I don't know. You there's know a couple of companies. There's a Casper company. There's Lisa company. There's all these different companies. No, go and to I'm the th- store. Go to you the don't st- get those kind of companies. Mattress or- firm. What are you talking about? So- you don't get those companies. Not you don't Sealy get Posturepedic. I mean, you get the you get the big names of mattresses. I got Stearns. What's and the Foss. name of that mattress place over in uh, the Winter Park Village where they custom make your mattress? The original mattress factory? No, no, no. Oh, no I, I would try no. that. Maybe that's no, I my don't problem. Think so bespoke mattress. Factory. Yeah, it's like a bespoke mattress. Bespoke. That sounds awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah bespoke. It's uh-huh. custom made for you and your back. Got that right.
Well, maybe mm-hmm. we'll go roll around over there because it seems ridiculous. I don't think you can roll See? around on those. No, they're going to be like, you They don't know, even let you sit on them? No. I don't know what they do. It's very special. Weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Color of your eyes. Social security They don't need number. to know that. They, yeah. ha- they have to know that. No, no. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know. That Ask all any- these questions. There's How often are you going to, you know. I <laughs> wink, wink, wink. On that. Uh-uh. Listen, I'm telling you, there's no good way to buy a mattress. You go to the store, you lay for five seconds, and then you get it out, and 30 days later, your back is aching you like someone's stabbing you in the back. Oh, my God. Go Here's to- Brian on Real Radio. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, yeah, I, I had the same issue with you going to stores, checking out the mattress, and it feels amazing until you get it home, and then you, it just sucks. And yeah, and then I- you spent all that money, and you've it's down the, to- the toilet. Right, and then they don't want to take it back. Um, I went with, I don't know if I could say the name brand. But uh, the one that's adjustable for each side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sleep number type better. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Life-changing. Oh, um, it, it, oh. it, was a, it was about the same price as any other mattress, but each person can adjust as necessary. And if I'm sore, I can bump it up really high. If I'm not, I'm feeling better, I can bump it down low. Okay. I probably change my number. That, but, you know, I, I yeah, see those ads, too. Yeah, it's they like, look like you're in a hospital bed or something. But if it's good for your back and if you feel better, that's yeah, all that matters. So. All right, thanks. Good job. I've toyed with that one, you know, but that to me looks like, you know, and I don't know if you if you don't have them back to totally zero flat, how do you make that bed? You know, like the fitted sheet, boink, because one person raises the thing. and then That's one, a good point. Do, oh, yeah. How does that work? I don't know. So I'm like... <laughs> I get all anxiety ridden thinking then you'll get about one that of those mattresses. Bed, like, Don't worry about it. Up down one. I'm like, mm. go to the just go to the store. You cannot tell in the store. I tried that last time, and I'm I'm. So you're blaming the mattress on your back? Yeah. Maybe it's that those exercises that you're doing. Exercise. Maybe it's that, something else you're doing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's all that anxiety. The mattress you carry is around. not causing your back problems. It is. Because no, that, that mattress and now has a hump in the middle and indentations on the two sides, and it's not right. And so when I had them come out, they measure from the top of the hump to the indentation, and they say, if it's not a quarter of an inch, we won't take it back. It was like one uh, you know, human hair away from whatever the measurement was. So now I'm stuck with this bed, and it hurts my back. So now what? Here's Jim on Real Radio. Wants to talk about the best mattress ever. See? Oh, boy, I can't wait. Yes, the best mattress ever is made by Eve. They've taken 10 years of research and development to give you the best mattress in the world. No, I don't I know. purchased it. I love it. I, I sleep through the night. Before I couldn't sleep through the night. I sleep through the night. It's amazing. Did you order it online? Is this an online place? Ordered it online. They make them actually in England. See, they do Ooh. exactly. Yes. They infuse Ambien in the fabric no, that see? they <laughs> really. That's yeah, one exactly. of those. That's so one of those roll companies over and take a deep uh, breath oh, oh, and whiff. boom, you sleep yeah. like a baby. They said what Eve? Yeah, I, that was one of the online companies. Someone I, said check out Satva, highest rated mattress in the world. Yeah, by whom? The uh, Satva Eve family. Yeah. No, the real mobile texter seven seven zero three. I don't know. Why don't you go to uh, what is it? What's the what's the the company that rates all the products. Consumer. Consumer. Yeah, see what they say about Consumer mattresses. Consumer reports. Whatever they say, don't buy it. It's the Phillips File <laughs> on Real Radio <laughs> 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real mobile. It's real easy. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review. With Wanzi and Doug. So, Doug, today he's attending all the shows in New York City, but Michael is here with us for our Monday movie review. Hello, Michael. Hello. Well, that, uh, 
Oh, and well, hello to you. And scene. <laughs> Happy to be here flying solo with this lovely crew. And um, Fritz. You know Fritz. Fritz there in the yes. front, whatever that hello. seat is. Yeah. Hi, Fritz. We call it's it like the, the assistant producer, director, something like that. I get, well, and, um, but, but he, he produces your show uh-uh. on Friday? No. Uh-uh. And what does he do? Pinkman. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pinkman's away today. Yeah, he did a good job, too. It was fun. I was on Moira's show on Friday. I know. Yeah. She does Thank a good you for job. Are you gay? <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just over the Kinsey, just barely registering. I didn't, I didn't know on until scale. I heard you were going to be on her program. I said, what? I know. What's going on here? Oh, my God. Mean? What's my, going on in this town? My parents my, were shocked. Michael's an anchor on on that scale, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bring down the national average. <laughs> I'm so scarcely gay. <laughs> Oh, for Pete's sake. Learn something new about people all the time. Right. right. First impressions, you know, I'm way off all the time. Right, yeah. So did you get to a movie? I saw two. I was trying trying to make up for the fact that Doug isn't here. So I saw um, Adrift Adrift. and The Book Club. And The Book Club. Oh, yeah, The Book Club. Which one do you want to go with first? Um, Well, let's do the iffy one first, The Book Club. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) All right, The Book Club. It's... It's with all the yentas well, and the ladies in well, it. Well, it, you, you can't not like something about it with that cast. It's Jane Fonda, uh, Candace Bergman, um, uh, Bergen. Mary Steenburgen. Yes. And um, what did I say? Um, uh, and it, um, who's the fourth one? Um, Diane Keaton. Mm. Oh, I mean, also, also. four blockbuster actresses. But it just... <laughs> I hate when they do this. It's like they knew that they were going to be spoon-feeding this to mostly senior citizens mm-hmm. and 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 they didn't want to like offend anyone too much or and, and like they they so knew what their target audience was that every single thing they did Isn't that a good was thing? Con- contrived to No, it's like oh. it's like when you do comedy and you think you already know what's funny and if you play it for funny it, it more often is not a dollar. I'll bet a dollar they had at least one vibrator joke. Oh yeah. Well, it was yeah. about yeah. 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 I mean, it's yeah. just yeah. Yeah. It was about fifty shades well, I mean, of it's, gray. It's I mean, all about them reading all the fifty shades of gray books, and then then how their lives are changing as a result. It doesn't matter whether it's fifty shades of gray or whether it was mm. uh, you know uh, the grapes of wrath. There would have been a mm-hmm. vibrator joke. In right. It. Oh my god. I might have liked it better. If I wasn't in a full audience, which is usually just the opposite, but I was in really? a, I was at a, I was at a early, a late afternoon showing. The theater was packed, and I was the youngest person in the audience. <laughs> oh my! And God. I'm 61. A lot okay? of canceling, huh? And they, at, at the slightest thing that was even just a little bit edgy, they howled, they gasped, they ooed, they odd, mm. they practically gave the movie a standing ovation. <laughs> that is awesome. And I'm going, oh my God, do you people have a life? <laughs> no, that's right there at the movie <laughs> theater at, movie at, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Know, right? uh-huh. So, yeah, it was... <laughs> and it, it, so it wasn't good for you, but it would be good for a subset of the audience. I, I, I didn't hate it. I just hate how in your face aren't we being older people who are cutesy it was. You know? And then it, it begins to sour you on it, right? The you old know? people are really cool. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're just old and, people. That's all. Yeah. 
So it's like I have to give it two separate scores. Like okay. for general audiences, I would give it a two. Yeah. All right. And for, All right. for senior citizens, senior citizens, especially the, the church going yeah. elk, women who, yes. who like a little walk on the wild side, a three. Okay. A three. Yeah. Oh, they like it a little better. Yeah. So essentially, the book, uh, book club is. I mean, what's the what's the what's, what's the plot? So, so it's, it's these these four uh, women. Three of them are either divorced or single, and one is married, yeah. but her husband is having problems in the downstairs department. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, of course, there's a scene where she slips Viagra into his beer, and he doesn't know it. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, he's, and he's played That's by... Best. That's uh, my best Burt Lancaster. What's his, uh, what's his grunk who, plays, uh, who played coach on TV? What's his name? Oh, C. Uh, Craig uh, T. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, right. he's, yeah, he's the dysfunctional one down there. Oh, boy. Thanks and, for sharing yeah, that. Ju- and it just... It, by the end, it just gets so cute. You want to puke, but oh. it's they read. They have a book club. One of them brings Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. They have to read it, uh-huh. and it starts getting them. They, they talk and they oh, think and they start time. evaluating yeah. their own. Life. And then through the months, they keep reading the subsequent books oh, until they read all four of them. They're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. all sex up oh. out of their minds. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Oh boy, and that's that. <laughs> Should they like have a kiss and tickle fight or something? I mean. You ever see them in? They like, don't. They do. For they in their and, well, that's the thing too. They, all this talk about the books, the books, the books, yeah. and nothing they do is so in any it. way outside the box of what would be normally acceptable so sexual activity. So they bring out the uh, gag ball and the whips they're, and they're, they bring it. Heels. They, they, they bring it up. It, it comes yeah. up in conversation, but doesn't translate into their lives. It just. I mean, is makes the crowd of the movie wanna, to have any idea maybe what they were talking about? It, they seem to. <laughs> They yeah. seem to, yeah. Well, yeah. if they're from the villages, yeah. if they're anywhere near there, oh, they, they know exactly what's happening. But in the villages, that's going to be an Academy mm-hmm. Award winner. In 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 a in the hands of a better writer, especially with those four solid actresses, this yeah. could have been so much better than it was. It was very disappoint disappointing based on how cutesy they tried to make. All right, we have a split decision on the book club. Uh, two two pink three. triangles and three pink triangles, depending on your demographic. Yeah. Let's move to the <laughs> movie Adrift. Um, uh, it was good. It was It's, it's white-knuckle suspense good. Um, you know, it's based on a true story, and at least this one, Jim, had a survivor who came back to tell the story. Oh, you know how Michael <laughs> feels about those stories. Like that I never thought storm. about it until Michael brought it up, because I really liked that movie. And then Michael said, yeah, but what about... And I go, how do we know oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody lived to tell us that. But we know the story. Right. The only part of that movie that was accurate was the boat left the shore. <laughs> From then on. You're absolutely correct. It's all made I read up. the it's, book, yeah. too, and the book was terrific. Um, there is there's, a drift in this one. Drift, it's it's yeah. it's two young people who are are, are sailing um, a, 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 a small not a small but a, a luxury sailboat for a client yeah. uh, on a on a like a four thousand mile trek from I can't remember where they start out but they got to deliver it to California. Uh, they get lost at sea. Uh, there's they get they they get off course and then there's a hurricane comes. And um, they, the, 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 it's capsized, and okay. uh, they're both injured. And and she, in, in real you? life, no, oh. this is in real life. She is. Uh, 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 they manage to last forty-one days uh, at sea and make their way uh, to Hawaii and 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 get saved. And I, you can't tell the the main thing that happens, but there is a twist in it. Uh oh, which Stow away. T- to me was 
mm-hmm. a disappointment. Um, but I, you can't really talk about it. I would have liked it better if the if if what they were showing had actually there, there's a let's just say there's a hallucination involved, and you you spend a good long time believing that the hallucination is real, and then she realizes she's hallucinating from being out in the sun. Stuff. Yeah. You get the idea after watching this movie. You never want to sail. I, absolutely, like you couldn't <laughs> convince me to go anywhere. You know, it's a maybe a, across the river where <laughs> I could see the other side. I'll take a sailboat. That was that movie with yeah. uh, with uh, what's his name? Not Paul Newman, the other one. Um, Steve McQueen? Robert Redford. Right, yeah, where he was alone at sea. Yeah. Oh was, yes. Um, Waterworld. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it was it wasn't it wasn't a real popular oh. movie, but it was essentially you know he's out there sailing his boat. And, uh, I mean, I can talk about it. Nobody else is right. going to see it. And he, he's out in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden, bam, he runs into a container, one of these big containers oh, that yeah. fell off a freighter. Out in the middle of, bam, and it starts, he's got to deal with this. You're out, right. you know, you're thousands of miles from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't have any yep. radio content. You yep. don't have anything. And then what do you do? Yeah. yeah. You know, no. It sounds romantic and it sounds adventurous. Oh, that's and then it's like, All is lost. And then it's like, all is, yeah, give all him, is lost. I'll give him credit that's for nice. one thing. When she asks the man when they first meet, because of course there's a love story involved. Do you know how to say it? She says, Why do you, you know, um, why do you sail? And he says something um, quite romantic and then apologizes for it being trite. And she goes, No, it's sweet. And he goes, Well, actually, the truth of the matter is, and then he says, You're, you're either completely sunburned or dehydrated you're wet all the time you're cold it's miserable but i but, but you're free but, but you're yeah exactly that's some kind oh, of yeah. crap like but that you, yeah yeah, yeah. But, but evidently he really said it i mean they show you they show you pictures of the real people at the yeah. end and tell you where they are and what happened and blah 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 um but it's pre- i love the way it was presented it was completely broken up in time so you the movie's starts with them like they're she they're she she's on the boat that's upside down and she can't find him and she finally spots him with binoculars way out clinging onto a piece of thing and now she's got to tie a rope onto herself and go out and drag him in it starts like right there this is a person who know who knows nothing about sailing uh no she she has worked uh as a cook on people's yachts oh, I see. and mm. she learned a little bit along the way um and Was then, her eye shadow on mascara still in place no it's not no it's not that'll stop me no they let you yeah they get they get crusty <laughs> and their lips are broken and yeah yeah Ugh. um but so they start right there, but then they show you the the two of them meeting, uh, and then it flips back and forth the whole time, watching watching their relationship grow to the point where they decide to go on this trip together yeah. simultaneously while while they're trying to save their Who's in lives. This movie? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, Shaley. We'd recognize them, but we don't know their names. No, maybe we I don't know either of them. Who are they? Can you tell who they are? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just a movie reviewer. All right, anyway, a, drift, a movie Adrift. What do you think? How many stars are triangles? A, a really rock-solid three. It's, oh, it's, um, yeah, go see it. It's a, it's a nail-biter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. Shailene Woodley. Oh, she's and then, famous. Now. Yeah, Sam Claflin is Ooh. the guy. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, him I don't know. But I want to ask you something. If I saw something yesterday Uh-oh. on TCM that I missed when it was on TV, I guess in the 80s, I think. But did you ever see the made-for-television version of Death of a Salesman with Dustin Hoffman? Yes, it was excellent. Oh. That was one of the most amazing pieces of TV I ever watched. Yeah, it's excellent. Just really. How did you brought it up? Yeah, but I do remember watching it. Right, really, really good. 
And it was dead. All right, Michael, let me take a little break. We'll come back and uh, catch up on some other things All with right. you. It's Monday Movie Review on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to Real Radio, available everywhere you want to listen. Yeah, even there on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. From You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 104.1 Michael is here for Monday Movie Review. Douglas is on a little vacay in New York City, catching some shows, including with Boys in the Band. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, just open, didn't it? Yep, and uh, Angels in America with uh, uh, Parsons uh, from uh, Big Bang Theory. Is he gay? Um, Yeah. (laughs) You sure? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got a partner. Jim Parsons, right? Jim. Mm -hmm. And he's going to see Angels in America. And I I don't remember. I saw that on HBO, but I don't know. Yeah. I got confused with that. Angels in America is like... Which one is that? That's the seven it's hour. It's a Tony Kirshner play. It's seven two and a half hours was, long. HBO did a oh yeah yeah three night whatever on it. It's like mm-hmm. where's uh, it, it took just some directions I wasn't correct sure yeah of. yeah like, what? I, Roy Cohn I, and how the, did he figure in this? I don't know, and, there, there are people who hail it as as one of the greatest. What do you think? American plays, and I didn't particularly care for it when I saw it. Meryl Streep was in it. Roy Cohn, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, the the movie was I, I, I was fine. I. The, uh, I well, I saw a local production of the play. I didn't care for it. So, I don't know. Maybe if I in better hands. Anyway. So, what do you got for us? Uh, we're going to play the product game. We haven't played that in a long time. I'm going to give you two choices. Jim, you're going to pick the category. Sure. Uh-oh. Four questions on the card. You get first crack at all of them. Everyone else can jump in when I say anyone if he doesn't get it right. If you get all four right, you get two extra bonus points. Uh, you ready? Yeah. All right. Your choices, Jim, are Kotex or Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. An Aston Martin DB5 makes the brand's Jim. first appearance. James Bond movie. In which James Bond movie? <sighs> Jim, work off me. No. Oh. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. No, it's... Oh, wait a minute. Um, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Holding. You're going to get timed out. Is Moscow in the movie? Moscow in the title? Oh. No. From Russia with Love. Uh, anyone? Oh, Moira. Good one. Moira. Goldfinger. You are correct. You may have a point. Jim only. The rap the rapide is the first Aston Martin sports car to feature four of these. Uh wire wheels. No, anyone? Four of these. Four of these. Uh, oh Fritz. Fritz uh, doors. You are correct, sir. Oh. <clears throat> Jim, Aston yeah. Martin uses the Italian word volante, meaning flying for which style of car? <gasps> which style coupe. Jack. Jack. Convertible. You are correct, sir. And finally, Jim. (laughs) Yes. What does the DB stand for in Aston Modern Model model Names? Uh, That stands for, believe it or not, Daytona Beach. You are absolutely wrong. Anyone? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That is David Brown, the owner of the company. Uh Oh. All right. So, Moira, you can choose either Kotex or Volvo. 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 Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Volvo. Volvo, Volvo. You, oh, you're picking oh. it. I Volvo, thought you were correcting yes. me. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. This is Moira. Only in which country was the first Volvo car made in 1927? Uh, Moira. Sweden. You are correct. Uh, Volvo comes from the Latin term that means which of the following? I run, I roll, I race. 
Race? No, anyone? Jack, I roll. You are correct, sir. Um, Moira, the circle and arrow part of the Volvo symbol is an ancient chemistry sign for which metal? Oh, um, that would be pewter. That is incorrect. Anyone? Tim, uh, that's silver. No, sir. Anyone? Gold. No. Anyone? Uh, mercury. Iron. Uh, Moira, Volvo is also known for what type of large vehicle beginning in 1934 with the aptly named B1? Oh, Which type uh, of large vehicle? A uh, tank. Uh, no, anyone? Yeah, yeah, an airplane bomber, an airplane. Uh, no, at least you got a B in there. Bomber, That's on the B. right class. Jim? Uh, no, that is a, uh, oh. is, uh, a semi-truck. Uh, a no, Fritz? Uh, a boat. Uh, it was a bus. Ah, no! Okay. Gun. Oh, Fritz, so you either. can choose either Kotex or Lucky Charms. Kotex, of course. Oh, oh Kotex. Yeah. Here he goes. These are for Fritz only. Um, though you won't take uh, you won't take flight by using them. Some Kotex varieties are equipped with these. <gasps> Wings. You're correct. Name two of the three main lines of Kotex products. Q-tips? No. What are you saying? Yeah. Anyone? Jim, tampon. Correct. And... Um, Moira? Uh, uh, sanitary pad? You're correct. I'll give you each a point. That's uh, the same thing. Uh, Fritz, no, which Kotex not. variety spoofs tampon commercials by asking, why are tampon ads so obnoxious? Uh, which, which variety of which tampon variety? spoofs their own product? Uh, Tampex? Uh, no, anyone? Uh, you know. by Kotex. Uh, Fritz, what keep? Why did you pick this category? For, I know it's so yeah, weird. Did you pick this category? What, what, it. Keeping up, reality star joined you by Kotex in a declaration of real talk about tampons. Uh, that would be Brooks Hogan. Uh, no, anyone? What's the question? What keeping up, reality star keeping joined up. you by Kotex in a declaration oh, uh, of real talk? Oh, Moira. Talk. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Uh, no. Close. Jim. Uh, Moira. Name another Kardashian. Oh, um, that is uh, Chloe. Cr- Oh, oh, come on, Mo. Chloe. You Chloe. watch the damn stuff. Damn I do. Uh, Jack, uh, you can have Lucky Charms or Schwinn. I'll take Lucky Charms for All $100. Right. Yeah. This is the final card of the game. Yeah. Uh, according to Lucky the Leprechaun, Lucky Charms Jack, are... magically what, delicious. You are correct, sir. Oh, boy. Um, what's the only marshmallow shape to have charmed kids since the very first box of Lucky Charms? That would be a crescent moon. No, anyone? Moira, clover. No, anyone? Star. Star. No, yeah, that's a anyone? Uh, rainbow. No. Box. No. Bear. Heart. Star. It was heart. a heart. Uh, Jack, only what four colors were the marshmallow hearts, moon stars, and uh, clovers in the original Lucky Charms box? Oh, that was easy. That was green, blue, yellow, red. That is incorrect. Anyone? You know, I've never had Lucky Charms. Uh, pink, yellow, <laughs> pink, Ever. yellow, I'm serious. pink, yellow, green, blue. Uh, you got three right. Damn it. Jim? Green. Pink, yellow, green, blue, I said. Oh. What? Try, pink, yellow is right, I pink, think. Pink, yellow. Or you no, said blue. So pink, yellow, and green are correct. Oh. And, uh, open it to anyone for the final pink color. Chartreuse. Red. Uh-uh. Orange. Orange is correct. Oh, there it is. Orange, and the last question for Jack only first. Finish the phrase said by Lucky while running away from kids. They're always after my lucky charms. One word is wrong. Fritz, Anyone? Me, uh, lucky me, charms. Me, lucky charms uh, is correct, Fritz. Fritz. And the final score is? Um, a million to a million to a million. Uh, no, uh, it's a three-way tie. Moira, Fritz, and Jack with three points, and Jim has two. All right, yeah. there you go. Jim won? Right. Kotex. Jim won. Yeah. 
So, Nothing about uh, Brenda Vaccaro, what are you up huh? to? Uh, uh, well, yeah. just because Doug is gone doesn't mean that I'm not hosting trivia tomorrow, which I am. Right. Uh, at 6.15 in the video bar at the Parliament House with a different bartender. But it's fun. It's like a little bit of what we just did here. We play four or five different types of trivia games throughout the evening, Jim. We give away valuable cash and prizes. Yeah, <laughs> stiff drinks, too. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Poor heavy there. Yeah, that's it. That's that's what's important. That's about all that's going on. I'm, I'm on a little uh, change that here. joint down the street from whiskey. Uh, what, what, what? Remember the whiskey tavern was wasn't no. it down Where? the street what? down Orange Blossom Trail near a uh, uh, whiskey lose. Is whiskey lose still there? Oh Wh- yeah, Whis- where's the change? Whiskey lose mm-hmm. is there, but the, the the liquor store that operated in tandem with it is is been closed for quite some time okay Uh, yeah and a new liquor store has opened in what used to be wendy's (laughs) on the corner of obt and colonial drive really yes the wendy's is now a liquor store a big liquor store across from the The old mcnamara pontiac you are correct sir by the wawa yeah yeah Yeah, catty corner to the wawa it's called legacy liquors all the windows are painted over and i'm no kidding i have an idea that when you go in you're in like a plexiglass put your money in a drawer and, yeah. <laughs> slide it through thank you michael thank you very much thank you for monday movie thank review. you for having me this has been the phillips file monday movie review with onesie and doug don't forget stephen kramer attorney at law at the top of the hour let's check the news here's big daddy thank you big jim weasel Parents are stuck with a $132,000 bill after their unsupervised child knocked over a sculpture in a museum. Oops. Pay up and watch your kids. A mother from North Carolina decided to name her daughter after her oldest daughter's favorite treat. World, meet Receive Cup. That's right. It was an outrageous fan contest so she won $10,000. Think you have it rough? Sea creatures are falling from the sky in China. During a sea storm a tornado whipped up animals from the Yellow Sea and hurled them to land. Hey nice necktie. Thanks it's an octopus and the damn thing won't let go. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. That's right. If you're in the market for a new home, you're going to buy that home of your dreams, or you're in the home of your dreams, but you want to refinance to a lower rate, wearenotthebanks.com can help you with that. They are a direct lender, and they are mortgages made easy, can close in 30 days in most cases. Brad Siebert and his team, they do a great job. They did a great job for me and several people I know, and they have a certified homebuyer program where you get to eliminate the doubt when buying a home. You can compete against cash offers, and you have the advantage in a multiple offer situation and close faster. See what they can do for you at wearenotthebanks.com. From... You are listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio! 104.1 And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is... Closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, Jack, you see that bit on CBS Sunday morning yesterday about the circus? Yes. You want to interview him? 
No. no. <laughs> because my wife said he would make a good radio interview. I'm like, he would so- make a good radio interview, but it would be a great radio promotion. I don't uh-huh. know what he costs to right. bring his truck into town because I think he looks for local people to take part in the circus as well. Be a great way to raise money for uh, charity. It's and funny have you fun. should mention that because I when be a clown. when she said that, then I looked up to see where he was, and he only has two gigs in Washington. So then I thought that maybe we could do something what do you with think him. He charges. Yeah. What, what I does don't he know. do? He, he has he his own circus. Yeah. He's the ringmaster of his, of his oh, own yeah. circus. What was it? Ver- well, well, we've said enough if we're thinking about doing something, don't we? You know, what, we don't want anyone to Varela's steal the idea. Circus. All right. Our right. idea. We claimed it. <laughs> anyway. Just because you mentioned his name, that yeah. counts as ours. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Put a flag in it. It's ours. Right. Uh, Fritz. What up? What do we got for a prize? Uh, thanks for asking. I have a four-pack of tickets to the mascot games presented by Wawa mm. on June 23rd at 2 p.m. Here's the thing. Okay, so they've got stuff. They've got Nitro, Kingston. They've got Raymond from the Tampa Bay Rays and over 20 fan favorites. They're going to battle it out through wacky games. Tickets are on sale now starting at 12 bucks, but you can upgrade your seats to VIP for only $35. And uh, visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more details. Benefiting New Hope for Kids. Thank you very much, Mr. Fritz. Let's get Ryan on board to play today's game. Hello, Ryan. That's Brian, but close enough. Brian. Son of a... That's so. <laughs> I still got it wrong. Hey, yeah, but that's an easy fix on my piece of paper here. Yeah, there you go. Uh, here we go, Brian. We have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, and it's called Ribbed for Her Pleasure. My brother. All right, Ribbed Ooh. for Her Pleasure. Facts and figures about ribs. Oh, yeah, malicious. Okay, Brian? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. We're going to reset your clock and begin in three, two, one. How many pairs of ribs to y- do humans have? Twelve. St. Louis-style ribs feature square uh, spare ribs in pounds. How much does a typical slab weigh? Six pounds. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs at Chili's. Baby back ribs. When did that jiggle hit the airwaves? What year? 1992. When is calm, we're going to dial this one. Oh, yeah. A six-ounce portion of prime rib contains 36 grams of fat, zero carbs, and 42 grams of protein. How many calories? 1,800. Memphis is known as the pork barbecue capital of the world. Approximately how many rib joints are in the area? Um, About 400. Time. All right. Good job. Put you on hold. Now the the jingle yeah. part that was in the interruption part or the no no singing. the jingle part yes I kind of saw how many times he had that written out and I just skipped ahead so that's <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to wing that but we're not going with the interruption part unless you'd like to do that again for it I don't know how I did it again but I can try <laughs> <laughs> no I, if you don't then I say we don't try all right <laughs> unless you just want to say something randomly. I can do that, too. Okay. Jim, welcome back. Category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Yeah. It's called Ribbed for Her Pleasure. No. Facts and figures about ribs. Huh. Ribs. See? Ribs. Okay. Got it? Gotcha. for her pleasure? I got him and Eve. Okay. Uh, no. And here we go. In three, two, one. How many pairs of ribs do humans have? Uh, Twelve. St. Louis-style ribs feature spare ribs in pounds. 
How much <clears throat> does a typical slab weigh? <laughs> Five. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. When did the jingle hit the airwaves? 1995. A six-ounce portion of prime rib contains 36 grams of fat, zero carbs, and 42 grams of protein. How many calories? 600. Memphis is known as the pork barbecue capital of the world. Approximately how many rib joints are in the area? 120. Are you okay? <laughs> I got a cough. Oh, yeah, boy. tickle. Did, drink drink some water. Yeah, a little tickle. I'm going to record your time. <laughs> got a shard of a carrot? What do you got in no. there? As you do that, Jim, I'm adding five seconds to your time. That will serve as your handicap. All right. Oh, boy. Things got a lot closer with you and Brian. Maybe too close for comfort. Ribbed for her pleasure. Thank you, Brad, for the category. In rare cases, which have nothing to do with gender, a human might turn up sporting extra lumbar ribs. But on average, how many pairs of ribs do humans have? On average. Brian said. Uh, They both said 12. Uh, The answer is 13. Okay. They'll each get a point. Yep, one and one. Look at that. Stupid ribs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he thought the same thing. He has one short. uh, Jim, if you were right, he would have been right too. And it still would have been a tie game. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Baby back ribs are smaller and more numerous than spare ribs. Oh. In pounds, how much is a typical slab, slab. way of St. Louis-style spare ribs? Okay. okay. I wish they changed the name of that to something else. St. Louis like, or St. Louis slab? Style? No, baby back. Why? This doesn't sound right. Like it's a baby? It's a baby pig. Oh, a piglet? No, I don't think. I don't know. How how big is the slab? Or the how much? slab way, according to Brian. Oh. Six pounds. Jim, Jim said five. Answer, 2.5. Jim is closer. Mm-hmm. He'll get that point. The baby back ribs jingle. Chili's baby back ribs. Oh, my gosh, What year for the jingle? Uh, Brian said 92. Jim said 95. Oh, the answer, 86. Yikes. Brian gets a point, ties the it's game. Two to go. Uh-huh. Come on, Jim. Come on. The six-ounce portion of prime rib yeah. contains mm, prime 36 rib. grams of fat. Yeah. But we want to know how many calories in a six-ounce portion. By the way, April 27th, National Prime Rib Day. Hey, don't ruin anything. I've been no. a big fan of prime rib. Oh, yeah. Prime rib. How many calories? Six-ounce portion. Brian said. A whopping 1,800 calories. Oh, my God, Brian. Maybe. Jim said. 600. 500. Jim yeah. gets the point. He now leads three to two. Uh, but I tell you, it is not over. Memphis, the pork barbecue capital of the world. Add dry rub ribs there. I like dry rub ribs. They're good. How many? Yeah. Ri- how many rib joints in the area? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Area. Area. Mm-hmm. Area. Sorry, here. So, area. Area. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Brian, Brian said, said. four hundred. Jim said one twenty. The answer one hundred. Jim wins the game. Oh, oh, oh. just like I'm that. I'm so. I mean, it's You're just like taking candy it. from a baby. I'm oh. champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Yeah, so I saw that cat on CETA Sunday morning with the circus and said, hmm, he just works out of a truck. Yeah, yeah, box truck. You can actually run away and join his circus Mm -hmm. for about a day. (laughs) Then you have to go home. Well... That's how long you lasted at the Floritam. It a little bit longer than that. It was a Circus Genoa. How rude. Out of Flomaton, Alabama. Flomaton. I would say Floritam. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. At least I had the, I don't want to say courage, but at least I went.
But this guy yeah, was a former ringmaster for Ringling Brothers. He was. Yeah. Youngest ringmaster ring of, uh, of Ringling Brothers uh, history. Yeah, and let me tell you, he was a lot better than I was. <laughs> <clears throat> a lot better. But, uh, yeah, he's got one tent, one ring, and just kind of puts on a little show. Does he have animals? No. No oh, animals. Does no he animals. have trapeze artists? No. Oh, well, do- yeah. It, I think well, that changes. Does he have clowns? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's, he kind of creates a unique circus down the town because I think what he does is that he looks for talent, talent in the area. We got plenty of that talent. he can hire. Yeah, I'm telling you, we'd pack the place. We'd pack the place. Oh, we'd have to come with our uh, act, huh? Would would be we ask for people who you in can this... take tickets, Mo. I could do that. <laughs> you could take. Tickets. I'd like to make uh, what's it? Um... Uh, cotton candy. Cotton I don't candy. know if he has any of that stuff, oh, right. but we could probably get some. Well, the engineers have one. We could get it from them. Whatever. I can make flyers on with Photoshop. <laughs> Good for you. That's my talent. I just went, you know, <laughs> I just saw it. I wondered, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you can sell it out. Good God Almighty. Yeah, you could also. I, I went to the, the the website. You could actually rent his tent as well oh. for parties. Just think of the, you know, you sell it to him, the publicity he'd get. My good God well, almighty. He got huge publicity for being on CBS Sunday morning, this circus yeah. guy. But it's probably too expensive. Well, no, I'm wondering if it was because no. I think it stemmed from a, a radio story that they latched onto because his dad was a producer mm-hmm. with CBS. Somebody's going to hire him for the bar mitzvah now. Oh, be that's no way no to good. get it. exactly because you know they all want to up each other. They do. Yeah, you know, so they want to outsource exactly. the Schwartz's. Yeah, sure. Going to get Michael Andrew, you know, singing and that with his band, time. and then they got sure. this guy with the circus. Yeah, that's a fun party. Show you, uh huh. Goldbergs, we're going to do it this way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What else was going on here? <laughs> Talked about World Cup, the yeah, Costco. Home renovation. CBS Sunday Mo. morning was the start of my Father's Day TV marathon. Oh, yeah, start I, of it. When yeah. you go all the way through Westworld? Father's Day's I, yeah, over. I know. I think I watched like eight straight hours oh of television. That happens sometimes. <laughs> oh, you finished uh, Wild Wild Country. What do you think? Wow. Yeah. My wife and I watched that together, finished the last two episodes. It was really good. Shocked that I knew nothing about this. This was going on when I was in high school. Mm. From it went on from eighty one to eighty five. I don't was, remember anything of see, this. That was my high school, but it was in Oregon. Now it was national news, but I wasn't watching, you know, Tom Brokaw at the time or Peter Jennings, you know. So I was, you know, clueless to it basically. So I was fascinated that it was this big, you know, and pretty much worldwide news. Big story. Yeah, I don't remember anything. <clears throat> well, I don't remember anything anyway. Uh, I just and what really made it a neat documentary mm-hmm. is because they had so much footage of it going on because the group that were the feature of this documentary they were filming everything so there was footage of this whole experience. Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton is did you watch that? I watched the first one. My Second wife, one started. Yeah, my wife and I were waiting to finish uh, Wild Wild Country. And uh, Fritz looked up, he said, uh, here, he looked up the definition or the example of chartreuse. Yeah, I and had no idea. I was way off. Not yep. even close. What did you asked, think it was? Well, I asked other people around me, I was like, chartreuse, what is it? And everyone said, oh, it's like a red magenta color. And then I looked it up, it's like an ugly green it's yellow. It's a yellowy green, yeah. It's hideous. See, I would have thought that too. <laughs> it's hideous. I never, I never really thought about it. <laughs> it's, it's an ugly color. See, and no chartreuse well, it's French, is French, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Chartreuse is something Chartreuse. you don't often think about. <laughs> yeah. That was way off. What's the word for a femme fatale in French? Chart. Femme fatale? Yeah. Chart. Like a female who murders people? Isn't it femme fatale? No, but there's another. Char- I forgot. Chardonnay? No. <laughs> Charcuterie. Charlatan. That's where you have a lot Charcuterie, of Charcuterie, sal- yeah. That's where salami. That's somebody, what it, old, somebody old texted me. Yeah, it's one of Pinkman's favorite what words. Was, what was 60 Minutes last night? I saw someone and said, this is a repeat. Well, yes, it was, and it wasn't, and I'm glad they did it because it was such an important story. Which one? And it was the one about the drug distributors. Yeah, right. Mm. And it was the DEA and how uh, uh, Representative Tom Marino in California, basically, and, and just, I mean, people in the... Congress, just all senators and and representatives are taking money from Big Pharma and passing legislation to protect them when they were working on this opioid epidemic, the FDA. uh, I wonder uh, why. Yeah. (laughs) So and the DEA, you know, they the choke point was that these distributors take the orders from the the, uh, pharmaceutical companies and they were delivering them to these pill mills where towns of less than 500 people were going through millions of pills so they knew something was fishy and they have a responsibility to report that and not only they were turning the other way and they were continuing to do it just to serve the bottom line so when as they tried to investigate these uh you know uh companies that's where congress said hey wait a second they give us money back off but it just makes you so angry. I actually tweeted at the representative and also the senator, Senator Marsha Blackburn, who are both running. You know, Tom Marino and Blackburn are both running for re-election. A lot of attention, of course, being paid to the story uh, along the border in Texas, primarily, I do believe. Yeah. And I uh, just want to make clear there's a difference between crossing the border illegally and arriving at uh, Border Patrol and asking for asylum. Of course. And uh, people uh, mistake that uh, one is an illegal activity. I don't know whether that necessarily makes you a criminal. There are plenty of things that you do in your daily life that might be illegal, like driving too fast on Interstate 4, but that doesn't make you a criminal. A criminal to me is somebody who engages in an activity that's harmful to a person or uh, or service. It's harmful to society, by and large, a direct threat to, you know, a, a woman or man or parents, uh, you know, taking their children and fleeing Honduras because they're afraid of gang activity and that they'll become the victims of crime and seeking asylum in the United States, at least in my book, maybe yours, not my book, doesn't make them, uh, does not make them criminal. It, uh, now, in many, in some instances, they've been turned away at border checkpoints, so they try to cross illegally. Then they're taken into custody. Then they're separated from their children. This is a travesty. I don't see how the Republican Party, the optics are just not good. Optics are part of politics. Whether you like it or not, it is. When you see a small child. I mean, I just just look at this and, you know, in my my own weird way, say, oh, this is going to, this is going to make some, some pretty good uh, campaign commercials. Mm -hmm. For anybody who sticks by the president on this. You know, just Clinging optics to her wise, whatever you know, whatever your stand might be for it or against it, the optics are not good. Nope. And optics play such a big part in campaign commercials. You know, blah 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 stands with well, President Trump on separating children from their parents. Mm-hmm. Isn't that you know? This is just 
It's traumatic so, for children, certainly under certainly under a particular age. There's no question about that. Child psychologists and child psychiatrists and social workers will tell you this all the time. They're not equipped to handle this kind of. I mean, it's traumatic. Can you imagine? No. You're you're. I'm getting, I'm, yeah, I'm not crazy about the media using the word ripped. I understand to a certain degree. I think it's hyperbole. They are being separated. Maybe in some cases they were taken out of the arms, but for the most part, they're separate, been separated from their parents. I think to use the word ripped, and every time I see this, and I see it all over the place being used by uh, television anchors, ripped from their parents' arms, I'm going, mm. let's, not, uh, let's not get... It's a, a serious problem without the, the, dramatic. Without the hyperbole. Yeah. I, I think we're seeing this, uh, uh, what we're doing, society now, we have so many problems, whether it's with anxiety uh, or just uh, issues, mental issues of people coping based on trauma that they've experienced in their life. I, I, I think we're just creating traumatic situations for people that will, in years to come, could come back and affect these people negatively, and then who knows what what effects that have? Like yeah. that, the ripple effect of you know trauma. I think it's you know we can ask ourselves as Americans, aren't we a little bit better than this? I think in our hearts we are. Jim, yes. uh, uh, Texers and Michael Wanzi also texting in Chantuse. Chantuse. Chantuse, a female singer of popular songs. Thank oh. you very much. I forgot like, my own thank, français. Thank you, like, Michael. Like Serge Gainsbourg. Serge Gainsbourg. Where's that going? I don't, I don't know what he's know. saying. French, what is he saying? Uh, chartreuse. No. Chantuse. That too. Same thing. Not the ugly green. Mm-hmm. All four living former first ladies have condemned this border family separation policy. Rosalind Carter, Michelle Obama, Laura Bush, uh, you know, whoever else is alive. Melania yeah, thanks, Trump. Obama. Uh, yeah. Now, former. So oh. uh, yeah. it must be Hillary. So, oh, yeah. 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 Um, so though they all said it and they had a press conference just broken up moments ago, um, where the department of Homeland security secretary, I guess you would call her, um, said, oh, they can call their children at any time. Oh, when they're released from prison, they can go pick them up. None of this is true. Uh, so it's, it's become now in some cases, a, they don't even know where, who, where the parents where the are, are and connected mm-hmm. what kids the kids are over here. The parents uh-uh. are over there. And they can't put the two together. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Whoever it is, you're 34 in the middle lane, you're by four. You, you Whoa, Real Radio 104.1. From the- Not be. what year it is right now. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. I have an idea. <laughs> 1960. Yeah, I four, think it was a... three. God, four, I was going to go four. Three. I don't know. I'm looking four, it up. Four, five, I six. I would say four. Might be. I think I heard it on the my father's Corvair that I was driving. Nice. Stephen Kramer, attorney nice. of law, is with us as he normally is on Mondays. How are you, counselor? I'm doing very well. How was Father's Day? 
You know, I got to tell you something that's really, really funny. I was watching something, and what I thought is, nobody else is watching this. Nobody else is watching what I'm watching right now because this is just no, how many people watch watching this? what? What I'm watching. I'm watching CBS Sunday morning. Ah. And the strange thing is, I'm thinking of you, Jim. Oh. And the reason is because oh. with the guy's name is Venardo. Is that what his name was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Venardo's yeah. Circus comes on, and he's a ringmaster. And of course, I've got a friend who is a ringmaster. Uh-huh. That's true. The man to my right. Double-league. The only ringmaster I personally know. And you're watching it too, Jack. I'd never uh, miss CBS Sunday morning. Oh, boy. That was a good one, too. Yeah. MC Escher, they did a thing on him. And they did Paul Rudd, who I'm a big Paul Rudd fan. I became a fan. After that. It's a little bit too yeah. good looking, but that's okay. <laughs> Jim, real quick. Wilson Pickett, 99 and a half won't do. 1966. Oh, six. Oh, yeah. It was a very Senior good prom. I feel so stupid now. Why? I said 64. I should have known. You should have known, Fritz. Unacceptable leave. That's my error. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, we need him. Uh, uh, I know, no. Fritz, come back. All right, I'm back. So your Father's Day was good? It was great. I had a great. It was relaxing. I didn't do very much, which is perfect. Your kids are still young enough to make you a card. Did I did have. I had a made card. Oh, I love that's my favorite. The made card. Very nice. Yeah, it was great. And I got a. uh, My wife got me, and my my family got got me a. I just don't think they were involved in the uh-huh. transaction. Uh-huh. But they got me a uh, big, big old Yeti cooler. Nice. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had yeah. a small one. I think the kids picked that one out. Put no, that on I your, don't think so. Put that on your big boat. <laughs> yeah. No I, no, I don't have the boat yet, but, you know, I guess that's yeah. the next step. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've got the cooler. You can't, what's the point of having the cooler if you don't have the boat? Thank you. You can't put yeah. fish in it Mm-mm. without the boat to catch <laughs> the fish on. So I know uh, how that goes, okay. I'm sure you Mrs. know, Kramer I, right now is like, oh, oh what my did I do? God, what is this about? <laughs> yeah. I know you love uh, documentaries. I like documentaries a lot. Mm-hmm. Good so ones. Netflix, obviously, and HBO both do a good job of of bringing these new documentaries. I saw one that's new on Netflix, but a classic. What is it? I've I've actually seen cuts of it before, but I didn't really get engaged. Staircase. Um, no, no, no. This is an old yeah, one. It's, it's Bill. One, right? It's Bill Moyer. Yeah. Bill Moyers. Bill Moyers. Yeah, Bill yeah. Moyers. Uh-huh. And uh, he does kind of a recap, and it is his interviews at Skywalker Ranch with Joseph Campbell on the power of myth, and they are brilliant. And Joseph uh, Campbell, really? Yeah. Nice. So Joseph Campbell, of course, wrote right. on comparative religion, comparative mythology, and just has a fascinating right. take on some. human humankind and humanities and spirituality. And it is just a great, a great example of an interview. You know, Charlie Rose was a guy like that that could do, you know, uh, good interviews. Of course, before his downfall, and Bill Moyers did a great job too. But I think you would like them. What's the name of the documentary? It's the Power of Myth. Cool. And it's it's really really cool because he's of course when you're studying you know religions and mythology. You know, you, you're studying effectively the stories of all humanity, the stories that collectively bind us all together. And one of the things that somehow, you know, Joseph Campbell picked up on was the ability to be a raconteur, to be a, you know, a incredible storyteller yeah. and to relate those stories to our everyday lives. And, and for me, it made it relatable. You know, his big famous quote is, you know, follow your bliss and uh, very fascinating. I'll check it out. I mean, he's academic, but has a way of communicating, you know, it, that is connects in a non, you know, heady way. He right. also wrote about the the hero's journey. Yes. And the hero of a thousand faces, of course, which wound up being 
Star Wars and Harry Potter and Zelda. Yeah, every Everything. every hero story of all time. I okay. think you'd like it. I'll, I'll check it out. Have you read him ever? I saw some of the interviews when they were doing them, as I remember, but I don't remember anything from them. But I'm I'm in World Cup soccer now. I'm not. Oh, you're in the in zone. Any, I'm not. I'm not going to my political it's, shows. I'm not doing any of that really? stuff. Really? No. Oh, I watched. Uh, I didn't catch up on some of that in the in the morning, and through the through the paper, through the internet, and everything. I but you know. Sorry. Did you watch Chuck Todd this week? Meet the press. Meet the press. I'm not a big fan of Chuck Todd. I'm with you. I, I don't like the he eye rolling. He's always like he's looking and he'll go. Oh, he does this. He's thinking. He, watch. He goes. He, he, like he's his eyeballs up. go towards the ceiling. He blinks a lot. And he, he's looking. He's looking for the right word. Uh, I'm he just seems not, angry. Oh, he seems. Well, I think he's pissed off. He is. But Willie Geist is. That's the guy that should have that job because uh, you know Willie Geist. I'm sure he's frustrated, but he does a good job of staying even keel. I'm a big fan of Willie. Me too. He's he's intellectual. He's a, a challenging interviewer, and he keeps his cool, which which get, makes him more credible. I'm kind of with you. He just Chuck, Chuck Todd looks irritated a lot, and it and it's less compelling. I think he's irritated because everybody compares him to uh, Tim Russert. Oh, he's that's not Tim Russert. No, no, no. He's not. He's not a Tim uh-uh. Russert. Willie Geist is. Whenever you're the first one to follow some longstanding he icon, he wasn't. Oh, uh, was that David Gregory first? Correct. Yeah, I forgot about him. Everybody forgot about him. Look how quickly. <laughs> yeah. Did they pull Willie Geist off of today and make him a? A regular on Morning Joe instead because he used to be a today guy. He does. And Willie Geist does a whole hour on Sunday morning. On Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Sunday morning. Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yeah, he, he's, he's on today. He's, he's got to show the gig. I think he's so good. He does the lead-in show for Meet the Press. You know, his father. Yeah. Who's that? Sure. From Bill. Yeah, Bill Geist. I haven't seen Tim Russert's son was doing so too. Yeah, I haven't seen much. He's got from MS or something. Bill Geist mm-hmm. with. Uh, he used to uh, be a correspondent. Palsy or MS or whatever he's been Bill Geist mm. ill for the oh, past several sorry. years. CBS Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His yeah, dad. CBS Sunday morning. Yeah. Kind of red curly hair, glasses. Bill Geist. So you're out but, right now. Though. Kind of a nerd. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching the soccer games. I, you know, Did you hear about Mexico? What happened? Oh, my God. You're not going to the World Cup. Why? This Why is, are this you doing is this? World, this is world-class soccer. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm aware of the game. Yes, I saw the game. Not the game, the earthquake. That's not true. That's what the seismologist said. No, no, those machines will record any kind of movement. If you got next to one of the machines and jumped up and down, it would record that as well. Tell him, Kramer. That's a good story. Jumping up and down does not cause an earthquake. No. Jumping up and down causes a a seismological (laughs) instrument to record it. it. I get it. It it was perceived. It's not an earthquake. No, it no. just looked like one. It was so, you know, the, the nobody, crowd was so immense. Who's, nobody who's a uh, specialist is oh, like, oh, my God, we're having an earthquake. No, of course not. But it, it looked like an earthquake. It, I mean, the crowd was so powerful and so amped that it actually looked like an earthquake, which is pretty amazing. But it was, I'm just simply I get it. saying, it's not an earthquake. I know. I know, but still, it, and they didn't cause an earthquake. No, country, I understand that too. The whole country was jumping. It probably made a, a ripple somewhere. But a machine, the machine records it. Yeah. They if said it, you could hear it in London. You could feel it there. Trunk, the machine would record that as <laughs> that well. Doesn't make any sense. What did you say? They said Steven. they could feel the the vibration, the, the crowd in London. Oh, that's BS. That is actually. I made that up completely. What's that? Gigantic tidal wave. 
That would be me. There was a tsunami across Europe from the crowd right, in the okay, stadium. Enough. I know you're not interested in soccer. You know, we're not going to play. We're not going to talk about soccer. And Bill Geist, it's Parkinson's, not the other stuff. Well, you're whatever. Just I saying. knew he was sick. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't have red hair anymore. It's, it's like so uh, Leslie Stahl's husband. He's got something too. He's got Parkinson's. Oh yeah, yeah. So basically, no shows. No politics, World Cup for... No, I watch it here and there, yeah. I mean, I'm caught up with it. It's not, but some of the shows that I normally maybe have recorded from the afternoon, when I get home, I would watch, and I'm not I'm not doing it. When you're done... I'm just, I mean, I'm aware of this story about the, the border and the children being separated. Yeah. It's just a terrible... I mean, it's... You read Laura Bush's... Uh, Op-ed? Yes. I mean, there's something about the psyche of the American people. I don't know whether we've gone astray, but this is not the first time, you know, that we've separated people. <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> you know, for hundreds of, for hundreds of years, we, separ- we, we, we enslaved Africans and separated them. You know, children from their mothers and children from their fathers and wives from the husbands. And, you know, it's not... Maybe we uh, ought to take a good look at some of our past. You know, this is nothing new to us. Every once in a while, you know, we start doing this again. You know, we take Japanese-Americans, citizens, and we didn't separate them during World War II, but we put them in, if you want to call it a concentration camp. That's what it was. It was a concentration camp. The only thing missing was the gas chamber and the ovens. You know, we we separate people. We separated uh, Native Americans. We did that as well. Took a short amount of time, moved them out of the southeast and the northeast, and, you know, shoved them out to the west. But haven't we come, I mean, you well, said, this so is, we have to repeat it? We remember how awful that was. It was a black stain on our history, you know, when we put Japanese people in camps. So why in the world would we be, you know, putting well, them Well, it's a consequence of the way that they're enforcing the border. Basically, what happens is... Because that's who we are. As soon as they're you know, taking... We get it, this whole high and mighty that we're so, you know, we're Americans and, uh, you know, we're, we're complete in history... People. Yeah, come in. But you're full of empathy and compassion and this and that. It's a byproduct. If you charge those trying to enter with a criminal act of, of you know, trying to, to illegally enter the United States, what's happening is because they're now enforcing that, they are having they are basically separating those those adults that are charged with children. Let's just not get so high and mighty about who we are as American people. As American people, we have a sordid past when it comes to uh, separating children from their from from their parents. That's not to say, well, here we go again. I'm not trying no. to say that, but let's not forget our past as well. It's the Phillips okay. File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio. Philip Swaff, it is Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, is with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Mr. Kramer shows up every Monday just to talk about the law, talk about what he's watching on TV and this and that <laughs> and uh, other stuff. What else you got there, Counselor? Well, when you're done with the World Cup, mm-hmm. I, I think you would really enjoy The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Oh. It's got great reviews. It is good. It's and, you know, they've... Jim. The book was obviously written, you know, over 30 years ago, so it was not written with, you know, the p- current political climate in right. mind. But, you know, obviously the producers have, um, you know, taken kind of what's going on contemporaneously, you know, and incorporated it into the show. But yeah. it's just a, a great story, well done, well produced, well acted. 
So you're watching Westworld or not? I am. Jack, you're... I'm, a, I'm fully involved. You like it. I'm fully engaged. <laughs> yes. I thought last night's episode was good. Now, really good. I know three weeks ago, Jim, Jim said, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, and then last week you came in, and I don't think you were too pleased with that episode. Eh. I watched the last three episodes, uh, getting caught up, and uh, I, I I enjoyed each one of them. And I I see where this the they're answering questions, where this story is heading, and I, I think they're doing a great job. Yeah, I Ed, enjoy it. Kind of hot and cooled for me. Ed Harris says he has no idea where the where this story is going. Neither do the writers. Is what it yeah, seems that's like. The that. That's the impression I got. Kind of like Lost. Remember that show? When they kind of yeah. like got in the woods, yeah. in the weeds, I had no idea. In the what weeds, was going on. yeah. After a while, it's just the the the, the show gets ahead of the writer sometimes, mm-hmm. and they go, "All right, just throw something in there." Well, when you're doing an epic scale like that, it, it's got to be tough to keep it on track, right? It's a huge undertaking to do what they're doing, but yeah, sometimes it's just kind of like, uh, "Oops." Yeah. So you're out. You done? Yeah, no interest. Never going back. I doubt it. Yeah, kind of like you did the same thing with Game of Thrones. No interest. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a big fan of... Uh, it's definitely an orgy of violence. Yeah, when Ooh, I'm not necessarily opposed to, to to violent scenes, but when I when I happen to believe they're gratuitous, they're just thrown in there for violence for violence sake, eh, I get, it doesn't, it's, doesn't, doesn't work with me. Uh, and I'm not crazy about... Scenes of sexual assault, and I—that's what happened with games, Game of Thrones. It's like, all right, enough already. Yeah, that gave me pause too. I had to take a break, and then, yeah. You know, look, luckily, they... I mean, I'm not opposed to seeing boobs and naked women. Uh, it doesn't bother. Yeah, it's a different you know, world, though. Exactly, but it's like, all right, come on, enough already. On the uh, lighter side Around of that dragon or something. On the lighter side of law, uh, there is a uh, a pressing lawsuit here. Um, this is one of those that you that winds up on the joke boards. It's what's that? There's a lawsuit over the quarter pounder. What? There's a a lady. Does it not weigh a quarter pound? <laughs> no, no, it's not about that. That's no, no, that was a subway lawsuit, right? That was the subway lawsuit where they said, "Oh, it's eleven and three quarters inches, not, not a foot a long." Foot. Oh boy, this one is. Is it about the cheese? So this one goes back to the origins of the quarter pounder. It, originally, it was either with cheese or without cheese. So you oh. had to order it with cheese to get it. And then, of course, now it's basically you order with cheese. Mm-hmm. And what this uh, the plaintiff here is complaining is that when she gets it without cheese, the price isn't reduced. So she's effectively being forced to pay for the cheese. <clears throat> right. I don't have much time for people like this. It, I mean, it is a <laughs> waste. I really don't. I mean, I just... Uh, Honestly, right? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe to them it's very serious, but... Uh, I, I can't just imagine. Just in the courts, you know. They're very serious things happening, you know, well, in our world, in our community. And it's like, you just want to go seriously, or if you're a judge, get out of here. Get, get, get lost. Well, this is what Burger is. Burger King or something. This is, is a classic example of misuse of a class action suit. Yeah. You know, and really, the, the people that win in these uh-huh. types of, of suits are the lawyers because, you know, what is it, five cents per burger? And at the end of the day, you know, people are going to get a, a coupon. For, you know, a nickel off or something. I proved my point, though. I proved my point. So would I have a case if... Um, it's lawyer orchestrated is what it is. Okay, so when I order an Egg McMuffin, no sausage or no bacon, um, it should be like $1.20, right? Yeah, that's that's by that logic that they're applying, you could apply that to anything effectively. 
You know what I saw? Uh-oh. Did you see during that? the World Cup games? Did you see the commercial? Not for the tire inflator, but the one the, the vacuum attachment where you can pick up things in a drawer without sucking up all the pennies and and uh, paper clips. Have you seen that? No, no I, want that. I can't remember the name of it. Somebody invented this damn thing, and you put it on your vacuum cleaner or your shop vac or whatever, and you you know normally if you were vacuuming a drawer. Everything would be sucked into it. You got to pull the things, you know, the pennies, the yeah, this, yeah. the that, the paper, paper clips, clips out before right. you, you know, you put your vacuum uh, hose attachment, attachment in this there. This has like a grid not on it. Not with this. Not with this. Uh-uh. What? It's all these, it looks like it must be a hundred tubes, hollow tubes. Yeah. What's the spaghetti that's hollow? What's the pasta that's hollow? Uh, that's hollow? No. Routine. No, no, not Spetzel, but something like that. I know what it's you mean. Spaghettini or something okay. like that. Anyway, it looks like, but it's plastic. And it hangs down, and you can, so nothing, you still get the, the sucking power of yep. the dust. vacuum, but nothing can go into it except dirt and grime. And dust. It's fantastic. Are you going to get one? Guy's How many did you order? Four. <laughs> did you really order one? No. I guess I, that's I'm our thinking about it. I bought, I'm thinking about it. You know what I bought? Every now and then, those made-for-TV things have something that's brilliant. I bought a couple of cans of Flex Seal. Have you seen that stuff? That, oh, looks, of course. that looks spectacular. That's I don't stuff know what it does. But. That, like, basically, you spray it or you or paint, paint it on, right. and it turns like into rubber yeah. or it's plastic. Like instant tar and, or yeah. something. Exactly. It stops any leakage. That's yeah. exactly yeah. So I was, had like a rusted out um, pan in my AC, and I didn't want to replace my whole unit, but I couldn't like lift up the unit and slide a new one in there. So my plan is, all right, I can spray this or paint this on. I'll fix the holes in it. And I saw this, and it is perfect. Does it work? I don't know. You haven't got that yet? <laughs> Jury's out. I want to uh, know. I know. Oh. It looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about it, though. I don't know. It, it looks almost a, too good. It, it look, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, like, saw what's his, it made out saw of? Saw the boat in half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw the canoe the in half? The screen door boat? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But for every one of those great TV things, there's literally like 5,000 bad ones. Or they either look great, and then you actually get them, and they're disaster. Right. I agree. This thing, this vacuum attachment, I'm telling you. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. By the way, my wife is texting me. She said, I've seen that doodad that Jim was talking about. I told you about it. I want one. Ah. Exclamation point oh, four no. times. <laughs> so I obviously didn't listen God, very well. Bucatini. Points for doodad. But they're doing all manner of stuff where you normally, the, you know, either they get sucked up into the vacuum cleaner, right? Yes. Did I ever tell you about my invention? Oh, no. No. What, if it, what flying saucer would you have? No. I'm actually pragmatic, so you know I've got kids that play with Legos, and I'm stepping on Legos all the time. So I invented a uh, a thing to clean up Legos off the ground. Oh, that's brilliant! Really, I did, I did. It's patent. It's in the patent process right now. Oh boy, patent pending. They say. Yeah. No kidding. Magnetic. Mm. It's magnetic. But magnetic Legos magic are plastic. Wand. Yeah, I know that. So how does that's, plastic? There it is. That's the key. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty. It cool. works. It does. It really works. It really works. How about the idea of, hey, kids, clean up those Legos? Uh-huh. Well, well, this lets them do it a lot easier because no matter how sure. hard you try to clean up those Legos, there's always Lego <laughs> left over or it gets like in the sliding glass door track and like somehow jammed under the door. Uh-huh. You can't yeah. get it out. That's true. Or, you're, or you only find it because you step on it and it jams into your foot. So, uh, yeah. I mean, all the, the so great. So, what does this do? Locate Legos? No, it just picks them up magnetically. Maybe that would be the best thing. A Lego locator. A Lego locator? Yeah. So you don't step on it. You know, this is probably you not sweep the living room or the you know TV room, whatever you got the you know before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, you know, this is probably not like your kid speed. Size, kid size model. Well, there are, uh, yeah. This is your it's basically kid or you little boogers. You're the ones leaving these things out of here, so. The, a documentary that work. is probably not your speed, but is pretty entertaining, and Jack would probably like, and Fritz, yeah. is uh, this The Toys That Made Us. I've seen it. You weren't into it. No. Yeah, because you didn't grow up on them. You have to you have to be growing up on yeah. toys like He Man or Transformers or GI Joe or Service Toys. Mr. Potato. Do they do Mr. Potato? The first toy advertised on I television. I can't speak for Mo. I mean, in Mo, if she all got I a couple of stick. sticks, that's all I had. You know, that's all you had. It was stick. yeah, it was a stick. Enter but, Jack joke about age. Uh, I know. I know. I it was like that, a setup. That's it. What's your stick? Mo? That is oh, the it's, joke. A, it's a horse and buggy. Now it's a horse and buggy. Yeah. Next time it's something else. It's a butter churner. You know, could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. The the, it, the options are limitless. I had quite an imagination with my stupid stick. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. It was a I had a rock. I know it was somebody yeah. who grew up and his toy was a brick. They were so poor. Oh, poor. Oh, his wow. toy, yeah. I mean, he's 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 wealthy now through a lot of hard work. And uh, but yeah, it's growing up. He said this is essentially this is the, they couldn't afford toys. They couldn't. So he, mm-hmm. you know, he there's actually brick. merit to that. I was well, reading an article. Your imagination, exactly. So like. You know, Abraham Lincoln didn't have a bunch of toys. People before the modern generations didn't have a million gazillion toys. They had a few, and right. they had to find new ways to use them. And same thing with books. They didn't have a million books. They had the best books of, like, all time. You know, so they lived in those books. They, they breathed even, them. They have playgrounds now where they want the adults to back off, where well, let the kids play yes. with, without Good. Without fall. helping them, let them use that. And if they fall, that's okay. Getting hurt is mm. part of the process. Yeah. It builds grit. Yeah. Grit. Gotta, it's important yeah, for kids fall, to work out the rules. Wrist, so what? I don't need to have any kid broken bones. That's silly. Every that's kid's going to break a bone. Yeah, and then they grow up to be adults, and then they're going to be so timid, they won't yeah. want to do anything. No. Nope. Yeah. If the kid's doing what the kids are supposed to do, they're going to break a bone. You break yeah. a bone, Jack? Never. Yes. <laughs> Jim, you it? break a bone? I do. Uh, yes. Me too? Fritz? Fingers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I broke a finger playing baseball. Uh, That's it? How'd you break a finger playing baseball? I caught it wrong. I wasn't wearing what a glove. Barehanded? No, I was oh. uh, chopping off. Bare There's hands. a girl watching. Yeah. No, uh, no, we were just being dumb with my guy. best friend at the time and throwing the ball back and forth. Each one's throwing it harder than the last. Oh. And yeah. Oh, boy. I played my first piano recital with a cast on my finger. Oh, oh I bet it sounded great. Yeah. <laughs> It was impressive, though. It was impressive if you knew I had a cast on my finger or a broken finger. Note. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me to improvise. It's okay. Oh, man, tonal clusters. They sound so good. Hey, get out there, you know, they fall a little bit, scrape their, their shins a little bit. You know, exactly. You get up, dust yourself off, you put a Band-Aid on it. Preps you, preps you for the real stuff when you get older. I mean, real because stuff. the world, once you're out of the house, the world does not suddenly oh, get world. nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you're like, otherwise you're in for a shock, get a little practice, right? Exactly. Yeah. What else is happening with you? I'm, uh, I don't know. Uh-oh. This is Kramer's first piano recital. Uh, oh, Steve. What? Nice. Nice. I'm, I'm ready for the circus idea. When you're, uh. You just throw it out there. I thought, you know, I come up with the idea. I toss it that way idea then i toss it that way if anybody else thinks it's a good idea they run with it they start putting it together because they're much better at that than i am i'm just you don't want to make a, the the just the... a flow of consciousness here said mm-hmm. oh that could be that's interesting i think maybe i'm putting you know people together and ideas and the you know and then all right see if it can work you don't want to reprise the role as the uh 
as the ringmaster? Mm. Oh, I do. Yeah, sure, I'd do it. Okay, cool. Cool. It's just not I'd the same. Be a clown. That guy looked like he was really. Yes, oh, clowns are not popular right now. I don't care. Thank you, Stephen I, King. It doesn't matter what's popular. It doesn't matter what people care. If I want to be by, a clown by, at the circus, I'm going to be a clown at the circus. Yeah. I've already done the ringmaster thing. By not popular, I mean if you were out of the circus walking around the street, you'd wind up with a cop Plumman, pulling you over. Gonna do I'm just that. saying that's how unpopular they are. Nobody's. Well, actually, people yeah, are become doing that. very unpopular because you know how many clowns have we seen walking around Winter Park in Orlando lately? Have Nobody's you not seen that? that? Nobody's doing that. No, that's actually happening. That's a thing <laughs> where these clowns are showing up places. They're just no. standing there. This is true. Where? They've arrested a few. There was a thing like uh, a couple years ago. Fritz, not here. I know you know about this. What? The clowns that are just kind of hanging <laughs> out being creepy. Oh, yeah. Creepy clown, creepy clown. But you know what? Clowns are just trying to make people laugh. And the I good ones. Get, I don't get why people are so Sometimes they're scary We're just talking clowns, about a clown right. at a circus. That's all we're doing, Stephen. We're yeah. not worrying about clowns in the sewers. We're not worrying uh-uh. about uh, petty wise. We're not worrying oh, about clowns scary. walking around, nope. you know, Castleberry or Fern Park or down yeah. in Belle Isle. We're just talking about a circus. I'd like to be a clown. I've already done the ringmaster thing. I was terrible at it, but I did it for a couple <laughs> of weeks. Okay. Uh, I... I I'm in favor of it. I and, vote I. And you'll play piano at our circus. They had live music at sure. one time at a circus, right? Whatever. The guy's got the tent. He's got the ringmaster thing. He got can sing. He's got the he, he's right. got the shtick. He's <laughs> we could put we could put everything together. We could add on. So we're to like it. the local talent. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure he's probably got a girl. few people he could count on. Yeah. And uh, they got a couple of acts, you know, flamethrower. It looked like then... it was a struggle for him, though. Like you could see that Aww. he's like a fight. You know what I mean? He it was talking about having gone bankrupt, him. and yeah. because he's trying to do something that is dead or dying. But it's awesome what he's doing. I think it's terrific. I do too. Well, get on it, will you? All right, I'll I'll see make what it happen. Legal ramifications are. Nah, those don't matter. Liability. liability. Oh, <laughs> lots of that. It doesn't matter. Take it. Trapeze artist is a that is a mm-hmm. lot of liability there. Well, that would be up to you know them. That's right. Um, you no, know, I'm not paying for somebody's insurance. Oh my god! I'm not saying you want to be a trapeze artist. Or, you know, you want to do that. Well, you got to get insurance. Damn the poor torpedoes! The legal part doesn't matter. Just let's Full do it. Full steam ahead, he says. Full steam ahead. Exactly. All right, we'll see what we can do. Thanks for dropping by. Thank of you very much. Stephen Kramer returned to law every Monday. We didn't get into the law too much, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man in Michigan set fire to a SUV after saying it was, quote, way too loud, unquote. This happened at nearly 3 in the morning and it wasn't even running or playing any music. When the firefighters showed up, it was even louder. The Florida woman who shot her ex-husband in the gonads as he was trying to remove her AC unit is back in custody after failing to show for court. I would be upset if my AC was being stolen too, but my God. Not there. Anywhere but there. Lastly, Doctors are celebrities are working to bring awareness to avocado affliction sustained while cutting into the tasty fruit. Avocado hand. Yep. If you hold the avocado in your hand like a baseball and attempt to cut toward your palm you are silly. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to cast your votes for the best TV theme songs ever at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 
Thunderbirds along with Santana. Time for a little bit of PPT, so we'll switch to that. Now, here's some music. Now, this is... Now, that's smooth right smooth. there, right? That is. Smooth. smooth. Oh. Know what I'm saying, Fritz? It's almost too smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Can it ever be too smooth? Yeah. Groove to that smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Need one more player for person, place, or thing. What's the prize there, Fritz? I have a $50 Pyro Spot Fireworks gift Certificate PyroSpot Fireworks is nice. your local source for the best fireworks and be a backyard hero with Florida's largest selection of buy one, get two free fireworks with two locations to serve <laughs> you on the corner of 434 and 1792 in Longwood and now in Eustis. Yeah. They Visit know. IWantFireworks.com. They know their fireworks. Hey, Hell Beth, yeah, you're first up for a person, place, and thing. I want to go a place. A place. Okay, Beth. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. What is this Thanks, place, Brad. Beth? Oh, nobody's going to get this. This place was sent. Well, what? this place was central to canals, which led to stoneware, fishing tackle, and farming equipment industries. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Make freight your life. Is this like in up in Brussels? <laughs> no, what? it's in North America somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man. What was it again? This place was central to canals, uh-huh. which led to stoneware, fishing tackle, and farm equipment industries. I don't know anywhere with canals other than either California or down here. How about New York? Ah, the Erie Canal. Mm. No, it's not New York. Well, well, you, you just asked about a place with canals, and we just thought, okay. Well, you you said it's where? In, in America? What would you say? North America. Oh, North America. Mm-hmm. Central to canals, which led to stoneware, fishing tackle, and farm equipment industries. I guess they used those canals to ship this stuff. In, oh, man, it's got to be like in uh, yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. That's your final answer? I'm sorry, Beth, not Minnesota, though. Give it the old college try. Mark, you ready to go? Okay, Jim. You got that right. Clue number two. The hamburger is claimed to be invented here, and its family restaurant is still selling them in this uh, place. 
Okay, are we talking about a state? I'm talking about a city in a state. Mm-hmm. City in a state. Yep. Oh, I'm thinking Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Um, well, give me a city in Wisconsin. Um, uh, only thing I can think of is Green Bay. Well, how about Milwaukee? Milwaukee, yeah. That's your final answer? <laughs> that's it. No, I'm sorry. No, it's not Milwaukee. Oh, that's silly. Moving on to, uh, what do we got, another mark here? All right, mark number two. Uh, here's clue number three. Jazz clubs sprang up along Howard Street. As it became known as the Jazz Corridor of the Midwest. What? Yeah. Jazz Corridor of the Midwest. Yeah. Um, canals. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans. What? New Orleans? That's your final answer. No, New Orleans. No, I don't know what he said. I don't know either. All right, John, here we go. Clue number four. Common Bond, Devo, Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders, mm. and the Black Keys. John. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I know. Devo, Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders, and the Black Keys. Pretty good clue. Not bad. Ohio. Yeah, we're in Ohio. Uh, come on, come on. You can do it. I know you can do it. I'll give you a clue. It's not Cleveland. Cincinnati. No, it's not Cincinnati. Okay, it's not Cincinnati. It's not Cleveland. It's not Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay, it's... Uh, come on, come on. What do you think? Uh, there's another city. Yeah. There's some oh, other cities. I don't. There's at least one. Akron. Akron. That's your final answer. Yeah. Yeah, baby. No yeah, way. It's Akron. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs> My God, it's out of here. Play ball. Hi, the right field. I thought he was going to say Holy Toledo, because Toledo's yeah, in Ohio. Ohio. A certain NBA player calls it home. Oh. They even renamed Main Street King James Way. After him. Oh, yeah. Akron, Ohio. One of those. I'll put that on a list of places I really never want to go. Isn't that yeah. where they do tires and things? Like, Used to be, yeah. Tire Rust, capital, I think. Rust Belt or something. What is yeah. Is that part of the Rust Belt? I think maybe, yeah. Yeah. I've never been to Akron. I knew Akron was. I've never been to Akron. Right way. Never been to Toledo. Mm-mm. Never been to Cincinnati. No. Lived in Cleveland for a while. My brother lives in Columbus. That's lovely. And uh, really, just not, not 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 a real desire to go to Ohio for any reason. Even for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's like eh. yeah, I've been there. Yeah, if I never went there, I'd be okay. That was Cleveland. Right? My life ended Cleveland. saying, "Jim, yeah. you never made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." I said, nah, "I'm okay with this." Pretty impressive, though. I must say, they do a nice job. Well, I'm sure. I mean, if you're there, it's like, mm, well, I'm how okay. do you go there and what not else go you want to do? Yeah, you know, yeah. What else are you going to do? Of course. Might as well check it out. Of course. Kill some time. Well, you make it sound awful. It's not awful. I didn't say it was awful. Oh, it, it just isn't awful. It doesn't sound very attractive. Uh, it's just not good. It is kind of good. What's good? No, I don't know. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, it's a very good place. I, uh, I went there in 2007, and I saw uh, props from the Moby music video with Gwen Stefani. I oh, go, my God. I've just changed my mind. Why is this in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because it's, Mo- <laughs> it's Moby. No. Oh. Mm. What else did you see? There's tons of things there. Like what? From oh, there. Not the Smithsonian. From All the British invasion. There's a whole thing on Motown. Would you rather go to the stuff. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Aerospace Museum in Washington? Uh, uh, Air and Space yeah. Museum. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. 
I'm not saying I want to go back, but it was nice to go once. <laughs> okay, all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I had a few hours to kill, you know. What do you want to do? I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I was there you for know, a I got dinner at fun. 8, you know. And a good end of the lake. Where is it? Where's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, you want to go down the lake? See all the uh, you know, brick buildings all boarded up? No more industry Sandusky. Here. You go to Sandusky, and then there's that big theme park. Oh, screw that. that guy. That's Lake Michigan, right? And uh, uh, Yeah, I think so. There's some great... Um, Ferris wheel. It's like some great theme, not theme park, amusement park. I guess you call it. Terrific trip, wasn't it? Uh, Sandusky. Sandusky doesn't even <laughs> sound pretty. I can't remember anything. You're really selling it, Mo. No, yeah. no, I've never been to Sandusky, but I heard it's a very nice um, Ferris wheel and all. Oh, well, good enough. Mm-hmm. Sign me uh, up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I heard it was lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the firm believer you can find something nice anywhere. Yeah, you I can agree. find something beautiful. I'm a firm believer you can go some places and you won't find anything interesting. No, I don't. Let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow at three, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celia, and they follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grit like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk. As often as you can, buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.